0: mm
1: what is going on everyone welcome to season two episode three of the search cast presented by primal x hockey level up snacks and in the clutch i'm your host zach martin
2: i'm bailey curtis
1: and thank you for everyone for joining us and if you're actually watching the youtube version right now you 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 might see someone at the bottom of the screen that we're really excited to talk about before we introduce our guest bailey how are you doing tonight
2: I'm doing good. It's been a little bit of a stressful week. I'm getting ready to move out of my apartment and into a new one, so the nice. whole Congratulations. process is very taxing. A lot more taxing than I remember <laughs> it being. Moving out of my parents' place, but
1: yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it gets um, it gets pretty intense. That's for sure. Because I know for me, uh, like I said, I just bought a house last Friday, so I'm trying to do all that stuff, like trying to get the internet trying to get the electric and a whole bunch of stuff and water and sewage. So yeah, I totally get that. It's a little crazy. And my dog wants to, tell to start Kelly's parking, like right now very excited. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, also my nieces are outside the window, trying to trying to bang on the window. So it's like <laughs> them doing that. And then the dog, it's like just, just a perfect timing for that to happen. Absolutely. But I don't know about you, but uh, I'm, I am i am think I'm ready to bring our guest on because we've been talking to this guy for like, I don't know, a couple months now trying to find out times, time yeah. off. So somebody I'm, really I'm
2: I've been very nervous about for a little while. <laughs> and he, yeah. He, he, he makes a face at me every time I say it, but like, I feel like I'm having like the starstruck moment, but right.
1: Right. I yeah. Know, no, but... for sure. But um, yeah, no, I'm like I said, I'm really excited. About this guy. And so for those who have seen the announcement, we have the Carolina hurricanes, public, address announcer he is the master of the road calls he is the scotch after every victory guy he is mentor male he is just the
3: what? how can you
1: describe this amazing person to have on the podcast and we are super super excited to have wade mentor join us today wade how are you doing tonight i'm good thanks for having me on you know, like I said, I've been really excited to have you on. I know we've been kind of back and forth for the last few months, and just be able to finally get you to come on and do this, we really appreciate this. We are Absolutely. both really excited to have you on the podcast.
4: I'm I'm very glad to hear that. I'm glad to be here.
1: Yeah, for sure. So for those of, like for if you don't know who Wayne Minter is, I mean, I don't know where you've been. I mean, he this guy <laughs> is very famous, especially for a certain call on one game which it's just the person who's got that specific mentor mail with the actual like edit of this part <laughs> wait, like wait what how was it for you in that moment we you're, like you're to announce the one minute remaining in the period and it's just like <laughs> nope not happening
4: yeah i've i've come close to get being got uh on a few occasions but have managed to kind of sneak it in but uh yeah i got got on that one They stopped the clock (laughs) as I was speaking. Uh, So thanks to the off-ice officials for that assist. Uh, Appreciate you
3: guys.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, in the moment you see it happening, it's a slow motion car wreck. It's coming right towards you. And (laughs) so I've, I'm I'm starting to do the one minute remaining in the period announcement and I look up and it stopped at one Oh one, as I'm saying one minute and I see it. And I'm like, all right, got a couple choices here. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> one is to just read it and be wrong. Yeah, you know, say what one I mean. minute remaining period, and it's 101, and I know uh, my my texts and my DMs will start blowing up from that. <laughs> <laughs> the other is to make it funny, <laughs> and so I've you know I come into the PA world from a fairly different background than a lot of the folks who do the job. Um, you know, my background is in improv comedy. Uh, so that's kind of the world that I come from. I'm not a, not a voice actor. I'm not a radio person. <laughs> so I come from the comedy world and in the improv world, there's one rule uh, two rules. One is yes. And, and the second is if you're going to fail, fail big. Uh, right. and so I was like, all right, well, I'm failing big on this one. So, um, so yeah, it's like one minute remaining no.
3: <laughs> and I, I made it. it very clear
4: oh. that, yeah, I'd made the mistake. And, uh, you know, if you're going to make a mistake, lean into it. It's not the end right. of the world. Yeah, right.
1: For sure. And the fact
4: that Valley Sports picked it up, everyone
1: heard it, it went viral the next day. It was like, the fact that the Hurricanes even did something about it too, it was just like, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, It was just like an iconic moment in the season. That Because a lot of iconic moments, but that, that one definitely stood out for sure. Absolutely. And the fact that someone actually has that piece of mentor mail saying no, no, <laughs> like, like, I don't think that's, that's almost priceless. Cause like, how can you, like, there's never a time where you're going to see, you just have a scratch and it just says no underneath it when it's like, ha, psych, it's not one minute left in the period. It's
4: one one.
1: I mean, might
2: as well have like some sort of memento to give to somebody, make it out of something. Right.
4: Right. I mean, you know, if I had just kind of kept it low key, if I'd either just been wrong or if I had said, you know, one minute and one second remaining in the period or something like that. Right. Yeah, it would have been fine, but it wouldn't have been memorable. And so by kind of leaning into it and and having a sense of, you know, do I think the audience is going to kind of get what I'm doing here? Right. not only was I able to make a unique memory, I was able to make it memorable. And that's kind right. of a lot of what I do is try to find things that can be memorable, find things that people can grasp onto, things that can make a memory. And uh, if if I make myself the butt of the joke, I'll be all oh, fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and you know, it's,
1: it's all right. Cause you know, everyone, you know, all, everyone all over Kent's Twitter, you know, really admires you and all the work you do. And oh, just, and yeah. plus you're a fun follow. I mean, you get like it's the victory scotches, you got like just the memes and stuff like that. But like so I'm curious though, what got you into doing the mentor mail? Because it's very cool. Like if people don't know, like it's a really cool thing that Way does. Like after surmaid games, you know, try to do kind of like you had like on Twitter, you kind of have like
2: I've got mine right here. So I
1: got mine too and I really <laughs> like mine as well. Like it was fantastic. But like what got you into doing the mentor mails?
4: Yeah. So um kind of a progression of things. So when I was down in the penalty boxes, kind of in the before times, uh, pre-COVID,
3: Uh back, you know, back the, in the before day. times, <laughs> back, back when things were
4: semi-normal. So, right. so kind of a little bit of background there is unlike a lot of folks who do the job in the league who have kind of like, you know, monitors and display systems and spotters and stuff like that, I've got a very low-tech operation doing the job. I've got a paper script and a binder, which... Uh, has the stuff that I'm going to say during the game and also have spaces to write down the data from the game, penalties, goals, starting lineups, things like that. And I've got a earpiece in my ear and I've got a microphone and I've got a pen and that's it. Um, so, you know, it's kind of a one-man show. I get my data from the game ops people and game production, Kane's vision, but the paper script kind of gives me the freedom to if things change, if i got to move things around, it's uh, it's pretty easy to do as opposed to having to wait for somebody to update a monitor somewhere. So I've had this paper script uh, in the same form since I started doing the gig back in 2015. And at some point, kind of over the course of like 2015 to 2019, you know, kind of before things got weird, at the end of a game, if we'd win and there were kind of Canes fans right on the glass behind me, I would take some of the pages out of the script and I kind of hand them over the glass. Like, oh, maybe someone's going to enjoy this. Right, and actually, a couple of folks came back later and were like, "Oh, thank you so much for this. Uh, you know, I have, I'm framing it or whatever." So, you know, I kind of knew that because other, otherwise, it's going in the recycling bin. Like, you know, it's it's right. it's, yeah. It's, yeah. it's waste at that point. So I was like, "All right, maybe so." You know, it's a, it's not cool, but it's unique. Like, it's something you know, something from the game that not everyone gets a chance to have. So I started kind of handing them over the glass and that kind of became a little bit of a thing if I thought about it or if there were games fans behind me. So, you know, that, that was kind of the world up until the shutdown. So then we go into the bubble and then we come back the next season in the empty arena, which was weird uh, for everybody, especially me. Yeah.
1: To say the least. Right. (laughs) Yeah.
4: So I'm, you know, I'm announcing in the empty arena, um, You know, I think there's a maximum of 50 people in the building, a very strange situation. A lot of Kaniacs who wanted to be in the arena couldn't be there. And so I thought back to how I would take these kind of artifacts from the game and I would, you know, take the interesting pages out of it and hand it over the glass. And I'm like, well, maybe Kaniacs are who can't be in the building right now are interested in having something that was in the building, like a piece of the game that they couldn't attend. Right. So I just kind of threw it out on Twitter like, hey, I've got these pages. Does anyone want them? And like 10 people were like, yeah, I'd be interested. And they're like, cool. So I had like three or four pages and I mailed them off to people. And then the next game, a uh, few more, you know, I had pages, a few more people were interested, and a few more people were interested. And then it kind of became a thing. Um, my friend Hannah Smith, uh, HL Smith2 on Twitter, came up with the name after I sent her some. She's like, oh, I got my mentor mail in the in the post today. I'm like, yes, yes, that's what it is. Clearly, that's what it is. is it, I mean, why it not, right?
1: It just it just works perfectly. It has it, a beautiful
2: it, ring to it. It's a great name, it, it, and, if, and if, Hannah if came flows, up with
1: that. Yeah, it flows really nicely. I mean, it's it's it, mint when you get mint or
4: Oh, yeah. So, you know, I I kind of have a couple rules about it. I only keep, unless it's particularly interesting pages that I've written on, I, I generally only send out kind of canes related things. So starting lineup, roster, goals, penalties. Kane's penalties don't really do anything with the visiting team by and large right and uh i think over the course of last season i sent out somewhere in the range of three to four hundred pages uh, Wow, it was a lot and yeah. you know i throw up in a contest or i you know i kind of have a, a thing to do and you get two three four hundred people <laughs> entering for like eight pages of mail so that yeah uh, you know, got it's got bigger than anything I ever thought it would be when I started it. But you know, if people like it, and it's really kind of no skin off my back to to make it happen, and it, it makes it fun and creates a memory, why not?
2: And, oh. and like you were saying earlier, it's a very like unique thing within the league because I could not tell you another PA announcer that I know that does that and is as interactive with people who are part of the fan base on social media, which I think is awesome. So kind of getting into another question too, I know you kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but how did this position kind of fall into your hands or if, is, if that's what, even what happened?
4: Yeah. So, um, we kind of, you know, a little bit of background of how I got there. So I grew up in a very small town in rural Southern Virginia, tobacco country, middle of nowhere, you know, three stoplights in the county sort of deal. And so not a lot going on where I grew up, uh, in the town of Kenbridge, Virginia. But you know, my mom was a English teacher, and I was a kind of shy, introverted kid. So one of the things she did was she got me into a program, one of the few extracurriculars offered at my school, called Forensics, which is not Crime Scene Investigation, but it's like Competitive Public Speaking. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Called- Everyone, say I was in forensics, like, oh, you investigated crime scenes? No, that's not the different, different thing with the same name on it.
3: Right.
4: So, I did, so I learned to, uh, through that process, to be a public speaker. So uh, did that. Got it, graduated from college in the late 90s. Um, while I was in college, I wrote the first website for William & Mary, College of William and Mary, where I went, their sports information department. So I, I built the first website for William and Mary Sports, and so the sports information department said, oh, thank you for the website, random computer science major. Um, I see you've done some public speaking. Would you like to do some PA announcing for some of our sports that don't have anybody uh, to do it? I was like, sure, that sounds like fun. So I did some PA for women's soccer, uh, volleyball, women's basketball, baseball. Was terrible at it. God awful. I was so bad. Uh, it, was, it was not good at all. Uh, but, the, you know, I got the mistakes out of my system there and kind of got a little bit of a taste of it. Moved up to D.C. after college, stayed there for a couple years and then ended up in Raleigh in 1999. So I came here the last year the Canes were in Greensboro. First year, they kind of opened up the season at the ESA. And when I moved to Raleigh, I needed a hobby because I didn't know anybody here. I moved, moved to Raleigh sight unseen, never visited it once before I came here. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, just heard, heard good things about it. And as a technologist, I was like, okay, well, it's kind of close to home. It's got a taxi and I'll give it a try. Right. So I needed a hobby. So I found a group uh, that I had known about in D.C. Had a branch here as a, a group called Comedy Sports, uh, which is still around. It's now known as Comedy Works. And it's a competitive improv comedy, kind of like whose line is it anyway, except a sports theme. So there's a red team and a blue team and a referee and an announcer. And I gravitated towards the announcer character in that show. So I built this kind of comedy announcer character through years and years at uh, Comedy Sports and Comedy Works. Um, In the mid-2000s, after my kind of then-girlfriend, now-wife, and I had taken ice skating lessons Uh, as a couple's activity before we got married and before we had kids. My oldest daughter, Haley, her second father's day uh, on the planet. My gift from Haley was an empty (laughs) hockey gear bag with a note that said, you know how to ice skate. You love the hurricanes. I want you to go fill this up with gear and learn how to play hockey. So as a 27 year old adult who had never played hockey before, I, build it up with gear and learn how to play hockey. So I started playing pretty regularly as well. I promise there's a point to this story. Uh, (laughs) No, no, I'm enthralled. I wish I brought popcorn with me because this is fantastic. (laughs) Honestly, I'm loving this. (laughs) So in the early 2010s, I picked up doing professional wrestling ring announcing through one of my improv comedy connections, who was a manager for this local pro wrestling group, Gadge Wrestling. So they needed a ring announcer, so I became a pro-wrestling ring announcer. So I learned how to work a crowd live on the mic in that pro-wrestling style. I was a wrestling fan growing up uh, in the sticks of Virginia. And then in 2014, we're coming up close to (laughs) the big day, I answered a call on Twitter from NC State's club ice hockey team, who were like, hey, we could use an announcer and a DJ. So I wrote to him and said, you know, I know the sport, I play the sport, I do this kind of announcing thing at the improv world, I do it at pro wrestling. I'd love to give it a shot. And they're like, sure, come on out. And so for the 2014-15 season, I was the PA announcer for state hockey at the iceplex. So I learned kind of how the flow of a game works, how to interact with the officials at, for that year at state. So fast forward to, uh, 2015, I'm, I go to a preseason game with my oldest daughter and notice that they have a different PA announcer doing it than the guy who'd been doing it uh, previously. It was not Brian Hoyle who had been there from 06 on. It's a different guy. So I come home and I email a couple of people that I know at the team through the improv comedy world and say, Hey, are there like tryouts or something? Like, what's up? You know, I do this sort of stuff and it turns out the tryouts were a month prior.
1: Oh, no. Oops. <laughs> Oh
4: man. But they apparently, uh, you know, don't really know why, but they gave me a chance to come down to the arena that day and do a tryout just like everyone else had done the previous month. So I came down did the tryout and apparently had a pretty good tryout because they said, you know, we liked what we heard in the empty arena with you, you know, kind of running through the tryout. We'd like to hear you on the mic for a actual game. So I ended up announcing the second preseason game of that preseason as the announcer. Okay. Um, so you know my my wife and kids. I got them tickets up in 328 where I was sitting at the time. I was like, you may never see this again. You need to come come watch. <laughs> <laughs> little,
1: little did they know. Little did they.
4: Little did I know. Um, very improbable <laughs> series of circumstances. So I do the uh, you know I do the game, and I'm I'm honestly feeling pretty good at the game because you know I've got at that point 15 years of improv. So it's really hard to kind of throw me. I'm, I'm, I can kind of react. Nice. I know the sport from having played it at the beer league level and having done a year of college hockey. Um, I know kind of how to work a crowd because I've been doing the pro wrestling thing. So I'm honestly feeling really good about the game. I'm feeling like I've got good energy and people are liking what I'm doing. And so, you know, because I may have a little bit of what some in the biz call a uh, focus problem. I'm checking Twitter during breaks and, in the game and you know for those of you who who know me in real life and are potentially listening to me right now you'll know <laughs> that you'll notice that my speaking voice is not really super close to my announcing voice it's, it's you know if you didn't know it was me you probably wouldn't know it was me right So I'm sitting here checking Twitter and like all these people I know through Kane's Twitter are like wow this guy on Friday is way better than the guy on Wednesday they, they should hire the Friday guy to do that. like that's me. They just
3: didn't
4: know it was <laughs> right? Um, so you know, at the end of the game, I uh, turn in my stuff, and they're like, you know, th- you know, thanks for the tryout. We're gonna make a decision this weekend. Uh, we'll let you know. And got a call the following Monday saying, uh, saying, if you want the job, you're our guy. And so that was nice. uh, three hundred games ago. So I, I have not missed a game three hundred consecutive games since October of twenty fifteen. The streak uh, still going.
2: You're getting close and, to ten years here too.
4: Yeah, this will be season number eight starting up, and I'm, I feel like I'm finally starting to get the hang of it. It might, it might start to click. <laughs> like a few
2: years. Maybe For, just a little bit.
4: Yeah, I mean, hey, this, t-
1: we'll talk about a real Iron Man streak. We got, we got one going on right now. <laughs> Plus, going to a Matt Collin number season can't go wrong with that either. That's true. Throwing you know, throwing throw back to a Matt Collin,
4: but um, no, that's just
3: so like what I, I are, know
4: Tom Calhoun. Tom Calhoun in St. Louis has been hasn't missed a game and he's been doing it since I believe the 80s. So I, wow. yeah, I was 40 when I started the job. I don't think I'm going to catch him.
1: I mean, <laughs> hey, you know, you never know. I mean, anything can happen. Things right? can yeah. happen. Yeah. But, um, so like, like, what got you into like, like, did you play around with the voice at all or is it just something that kind of came natural? Like, how did you get into that? Like, we like everyone knows you're like, cause you've done calls also on Twitter just for fun. Like, what got you into doing like, that particular voice for your announcings.
4: Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, I kind of developed that character, that voice at comedy sports. I really kind of got to put it into play with state. Uh, you know, there's a lot of influences. Uh, Jack Spencer, who was a longtime uh, Section 328 resident and is still there. He was my first kind of teacher as the announcer in the comedy sports show. So there's a lot of my style that can be credited to Jack Spencer I grew up watching pro wrestling as a kid. So there's a lot of Howard Finkel from the WWF. There's a lot of uh, Gary Michael Capetta, the, the ring announcers from that world. Um, and really just trying to be distinct because, you know, people people ask me like I know anything for kind of advice <laughs> on announcing or stuff like that. And really the one piece of advice that I try to give people is if you sound like everybody else, you could be anybody else. Um, there are plenty of people with great voices out there who are better, you know, voices are better than mine. There are plenty of people with more gravitas than me, but you know, I like to think that I've built kind of a unique style that if you hear it, you're like, yeah, I know who that is as opposed to, wow, that person's got a really good voice. No idea who they are. Um, so trying to develop that style that, that is kind of uniquely me is, of a lot of what I do and, you know, is always undergoing evolution. I'm always trying to find something that I can try that's a little different, throw something in, um, you know, the the whole bit about, you know, if you don't know now, you know, like that was something I threw in. I think this season, maybe at the end of last season, just like, ah, I feel like saying that maybe it'll be fun. <laughs> and now there are people who, you know, they don't leave the arena until they hear it. Um yeah. Yeah. So, you know, always trying to find things that I can throw in and if it's a good idea, awesome I can make it bigger. If it's a bad idea, hopefully, yeah, I tried it. You know, we'll we'll try something different next time.
2: I feel like it almost kind of helps too, having kind of like an X factor system in your ear at all times too, like being able to veto stuff if it doesn't work out or Oh yeah, more. I've
4: definitely thrown stuff out there and immediately heard my ear, don't do that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like it's like no no please don't do you're not don't being told no you're not trying hard enough to, to to mix it up and you know i know that chris greenley and the team at kane's vision has my back and they've got you know certain things they want to do and they, they give me a pretty good leash to to try something and the worst thing that'll usually happen is if i try something they're like that that didn't work i'm like yeah yeah, yeah you're right yeah
1: I mean, for, like they do a really good job too, especially with like, the video stuff on the on the scoreboard and all that. Like, especially when like cheaters never win. When it, those one, that one's always awesome. And then like the one, the fact because I've been to a bunch of games recently with you doing the announcing, and the fact that every time there's a goal and the way you do like the goal call, everyone in the arena does it with you, and it it, it almost gives you chills
3: mm-hmm. of like
1: that, like everyone is doing the goal call with you because it's just it's so
4: unique. But it just works out perfectly. Like, how yeah, does it that... feel for
1: you hearing the entire arena kind of do
4: that with you? Well, it's weird because I kind of can't hear it. Um, you okay. know, for for a number, of, which which is which makes it really cool when people send me videos from the crowd because it's always kind of a surprise to me, uh, and, it, and not so much anymore because I've seen it happen enough, and I've kind of you know tuning into it a little bit. Right. But you know, for the first part when people kind of started doing it, I was down in the box and kind of. You know, the sound just kind of goes right over the top of the box. Like I can hear a dull roar, but I can't really make anything out. Right. last couple of seasons, I've been up at press level, so I've been able to hear a little bit better. But you know the the people saying the names along with me is is, is humbling, I would say is probably the best term for it because i I still to this day am shocked that anyone pays attention to me or knows who I am, uh, much less kind of knows enough about what I do and how I do it to kind of do it along with me. And, you know, a lot of that comes back to being a wrestling fan growing up as a kid where the ring announcers for the wrestlers, they say the wrestler's name in a very distinct manner because that's part of the character. It's part of the entrance. It's, it's part of the ambiance. And so for me, I think it was kind of building on that to have a distinctive way of saying every player's name, hopefully kind of big and consistent so if i'm big and distinct and consistent that gives people something to latch on they can then kind of you know play along with it and so that consistency because every time i say jacob slavin's name i'm going to say it the same way every time i say martin natchez's name i'm going to say it the same way it might be bigger or smaller depending on what's going on in the game but if it is consistent you hear it over and over again that's where you have the opportunity to kind of play along and that was kind of the thought process behind how do I do the names in a way that's going to be distinct? Right. And I guess
2: that was going to be my question too. Is so you kind of talked about energy a little bit and saying it certain ways given what's going on in the game. Was there a difference that you noticed uh during postseason playoffs versus the rest of the regular season?
4: Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I I read and react to the crowd. And you know, there are times when I kind of have to push the crowd, and there are times when the crowd pushes me. And yeah, playoff hockey which I didn't get to experience my first four seasons doing the job
3: right.
4: uh, and hadn't an experienced for years prior to that because I was living in Texas during the 09 Eastern Conference final run so I wasn't in Raleigh for any of that I didn't get to see it the last playoff hockey that I saw before 2019 was in 06 right.
3: so oh, it's wow. it, it, it <laughs>
4: been a minute as they said
1: <laughs> yeah de- it's definitely been a minute that's for sure
4: yeah so yeah. you know when you're in a crowd when you're in the building and you know the whole loudest house in the nhl gimmick like it is it's true oh it's it so is loud. oh it really it's, is yeah it's, it's crazy. so loud and so i have to kind of amp up the energy just to meet or you know hopefully exceed the crowd which then pushes them to get louder it's a, it's a virtuous cycle you know it, it's a little different if you're in 2017 and it's a tuesday night against ottawa and there's like six thousand people in the building then I'm kind of pushing the crowd. Like, hey, come on, give me something. Yeah. Uh playoff hockey is just another beast entirely. Yeah. Oh no, it really is because like everyone's known the story. Like I was actually at the
1: game seven in 06 when the Hurricanes won it. And standing standing Okay, so I was in the corner, <laughs> like where you know, where Wardo makes his like chicken wing save. I think I forget who was against it. But like where he made that save, uh, Fernando Pisani, I thought. Yeah, yeah, I think it was Pisani. Yeah, I was actually in that corner on the on his right side where his leg went out and did the save. That's where we were at. That was second to last row. Like the fact we stood the entire game, no one sat except for intermissions. That, yeah, that you want to talk about loud, legendary, legendary. And this just
2: goes to show my age. I was five years old when this happened. I love hearing stories. (laughs) Don't don't make
1: me Bailey. Do not make Stop. me do the joke. Don't make, <laughs> but no, it's in the, in the everyone, Everyone's like, oh, it's not the, really the loudest house. It it really it is. Absolutely. Like it's not it's not a joke. Like playoff hockey in Carolina is so much different. Like the tailgating is different. The like being loud is different. It's like that's why that place is such a fortress. So yeah, no, I totally get you. It's and like, it's,
2: it, it's it's interesting too, kind of being able to see different fan bases kind of get part of that too. Cause it, I, as you may know, I'm in Colorado, so I got no witness the whole Stanley cup feel around here and it's still so much different than I remember it being like, I mean, I've still never been to a playoff game, but just seeing, Videos and pictures and like the environment just through media um, of oh, the two different man. places is absolutely like I I no offense to my Colorado Avalanche fans I'd much rather be part of the Carolina scene.
1: <laughs> oh no, but let me tell you, whenever you get a chance to go to a playoff game in Carolina, it doesn't matter what round it's in, it is absolutely bonkers the oh, entire yeah. time. It's just. Like, and I've said, like, I've been to Daytona 500s. I've been to a Super Bowl. I've been to a bunch of different sporting events. But for me, that one is always going to be Game 7 in Carolina because it's me and my dad's team. Like, we like we moved down the same year the team moved to Greensboro. So, like, that's kind of, like, our thing as the team. And then being there – like, we literally drove from Jacksonville, Florida to go to that game. So you're talking, like, an eight-hour drive even before the Hurricanes game and then having to go to stay in a hotel the next day, get a newspaper and all that. Yeah. There's nothing to experience more than – like, like – the stadium series game next year is going to come very close to it just for the
4: tailgating aspect alone. But I, yeah. And you know, for me, I I'm kind of like you, I came here in 1999, the same year, the team came into Raleigh. I was a fan before I was an employee. I was a fan before I was an announcer and yeah, I have to keep everything that I do professional. There are certain standards that, you know, the show wants to reach that the league wants to reach. But at the end of the day, I want to be the loudest fan in the building because I've been in the cheap seats. I've been in 328, cheering the team on, getting weird, getting crazy. And I know from that, what I think the fan base here will appreciate.
5: Dinner. At Ghostbed,
2: we're here to take the stress out of mattress shopping. Our online quiz can help you find the right bed for you, whether you're a side sleeper, a back sleeper, or an all over the place sleeper. Answer a few questions about your lifestyle and get your personalized recommendation within minutes. Plus, enjoy our best prices of the year for Cyber Monday. Get up to 50% off award winning mattress bundles. It's time to get the amazing sleep you deserve with Ghostbed, makers of the coolest beds in the world.
4: And so I, I let that inform kind of my announcing so that I can be the, the loud voice of the fan base. Cause, cause I'm, I'm one of them. I'm not a, I'm not a employee who doesn't know anything about hockey. You know, I'm not somebody they brought in from the outside. Cause they got a good voice. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm one of them.
1: No, that, that's really awesome. So like, so like, obviously fan who was like, who was your, who's your all-time favorite hurricane who's like kind of like your current hurricane like was there a guy in the past where like because you came down here in 99 like what was that also that first guy you kind of gravitated towards i know it's like a three-part question of like different phases of hurricanes players but like who are those guys for you as a fan from then until now
4: yeah so kind of my first favorite hurricane was archer survey oh Um, fantastic Er, such such
1: a a weird dude you gotta love here. herbs, man. The just the, the old school, like Dominic Hoshik Cage, just the Joffa oh, Man, the whole white pads, just the number one, like oh, like the, the, the old school ones, like these. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because this is actually this is a Jordan Stahl, still when, got the A when, on it with the A on it, still when Eric was still here, so yeah, like yeah, <laughs> he like that's this was before Jacob Slavin. this was like
4: after. Uh, Roddy, but sorry, but yeah, it's like, you got to love her great
2: choice. great Herb, choice. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I always gravitated towards the goalies. Cause I guess I always wanted to be one. And then when I turned 40, I, I became one. So, you know, Archer survey, Kevin Weeks, Cam Ward, like those guys oh, were the yeah. ones that I really kind of gravitated towards right. and, you know, kind of made me think, you know what? I can be a goalie. <laughs> <laughs> if they right. can do it, I can do it. If they can do it, I can do it. <laughs> So, yeah, th- those were kind of my favorites, um, you know, kind of as the fandom progressed and as I be- as it became a Kaniac, those were the guys that are really kind of keyed in on. Okay. So is there anyone kind
1: of current that you're kind of, like, really a big fan of or is mostly just the whole team? I love all through? my children
4: equally. <laughs> 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 ah,
1: oh, I see, I see what you did there. I see what yeah, you did there. Answer.
2: So, no, I mean, yeah.
3: Go ahead.
4: No.
2: <laughs> I was going to uh, ask, no, so we kind of talked about the uh, – stadium series a little bit too are you kind of all set for that like how, how are you feeling about the stadium series
4: uh i i i have mixed feelings about the stadium series and it's mainly because <laughs> the stadium series is an nhl production it is not a hurricanes production
3: mm-hmm. which right. means
4: that my role in the game is going to be limited at best oh uh, okay so i might not be calling the game i might might just be a fan i don't know
1: um i mean that's still not a bad thing though i mean now you, you kind of can just enjoy the atmosphere and be with the fans and tailgate and do all yeah, that i don't want to
3: do stuff. that <laughs> <laughs> I work. I do so that, um, not that, that's fair that's fair yeah so the league
4: <laughs> brings in um their own announcer it's uh almost always al murdoch who's the great pa voice of the vancouver canucks Al's yeah, a wonderful I mean, guy great dude yeah you I mean you really you really can't if there
1: has is there a has to be someone that has to replace the amazing Wade Minter. I mean, who
3: better? it seems yeah.
4: like the last few kind of outdoor stadium series, mm-hmm. winter classic type games, they've come up with uh, a situation where like Al will handle everything that goes out on TV. So starting lineup, sponsorship, reads, that sort of stuff. And the home announcer. So uh, Jeff K down in Dallas did this for the cotton bowl game uh we'll do like goal calls and penalties and stuff like that so i'm hoping there's a spot for me in the game i would love to say that i've, I've called an outdoor game uh but you know because it's a league production it's uh out of my hands and to some extent out of the game's hands
1: right yeah that's that's very weird the fact that like, you would think even like for the non-tv stuff that they would let you kind of do that so
4: yeah that's weird yeah
2: we're rioting
1: the, the, NHL, the
2: NHL
4: man. I no mean, be nice yeah. to Al. Al's a wonderful
2: fan. No, family.
1: no. it's more so the NHL going, come on, guys, what are you doing here? But, <laughs> so you so so you do play goalie, so I know a lot of people might know that you are that you do play on a couple of teams, not just one. So you, I know we have the Puccaneers, yep. and we also have the Motley crew, like that's correct. So, okay, first of all, fantastic names. Two <laughs> sick jerseys, like thank you. And three your custom goalie pads for the puccaneers oh my uh, absolute gun it's the fact that your daughter designed them even better I didn't like, know
2: that that's amazing
4: oh, oh they're very artistic daughters
2: they
1: yes. they are good oh, good individual man. stuff um yeah. be like you ha- like if you had the chance to go on Wade's page and find those pads oh my no I've seen goodness.
2: the pads I just oh, I, the- I don't know why it completely slipped in my mind that that was your daughter's Tell, send them my best that's fantastic.
4: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I started, started doing the beer league thing back um, in like 06-ish. And so I, when I came back from Texas in 2010, I started playing again and got on a team here in Raleigh called the Puckhounds. Uh, they played over at Wake Forest. So I was a you know, light scoring winger for, for them for a few years. And that team kind of disbanded. And this was right before the uh, alumni game in february of 2016 oh yeah yeah i remember yeah i remember the that was the 10th anniversary of the cup they brought back all the cup veterans and i i paid to play in that game because it was like i've always wanted to do it and you know this is now time to do it that's so awesome like especially on the 10th anniversary like yep but unfortunately for me my hockey team disbanded at the end of december before that game oh no Mm -hmm. um So I, I didn't want to like not play for, you know, two months and then have to be out there uh you know, not embarrassing myself in front of NHLers. (laughs) So the league was like, well, we got a bunch of people who are kind of looking to be on a team. We can put a new team together to replace the one that just disbanded. And I was like, sure, I'll get some ice time. So a bunch of us didn't, none of us knew each other. There was one player, uh, from the Puckhounds, who who ended up uh, sticking around with me, uh, Danielle Thomas, who does a lot of great work with the Capital City crew. And so she and I were the only two who knew each other as a bunch of random strangers. And uh, first game, we're all kind of like in the locker room trying to figure out what the heck this team is going to be. And one of the new guys walks in, kind of looks around at us and goes, well, this is a motley crew, isn't it? I'm like, <laughs> That's a good team name. There we go.
1: That is fantastic. And I have to say, the
4: jerseys and the logos. Yeah, I got the yeah. – I am not a visual person. I have no kind of graphic design skills whatsoever. But I, I, I have things in my head that I want to get out. So I, I found a graphic designer, and I was like, all right, my, my team needs a logo. Here's what I want. Help me figure out how to make it a thing. And so I found a graphic designer to make the logo – And so Motley Crew's been around since January of 2016, and we play over play lower sea hockey over at Invisalign Arena, Um, and that's the team I skate out on. So I've most of my kind of uh, content on social media for my hockey is for for being a goalie, but I've been skating out longer. I'm a defenseman kind of by trade. Okay, goalie is the new thing. I start so when I turn 40. You know, I, I'd, I'd been watching the Archer Surveys and Kevin Weeks and Cam Wards of the World. And I'm, I'm you know, I'm not getting any younger. It's uh, the white in the beard will show.
2: You to fool me. <laughs> I know,
4: right? No, not you. You look you look at
1: least in your mid you uh, thirties.
2: Clearly.
4: About? <laughs> but, but I turned 40 and I was like, all right, it's really now or never, if I'm ever going to kind of do what I said I've been going to do for a while and be a goalie. So I turned 40 and I told my wife, I was like, all right, my midlife crisis is either going to be goalie pads or a Corvette and a comb over. And she said, get the goalie pads. Fantastic. Fantastic choice. Like smart woman. Um, (laughs) Learn to be, learn to be a goalie. I was like, you know, I I've wanted to do it for a while. I've got no experience doing it. Um, I'm going to do it. So luckily for me, one of the goalies for NC State's club hockey team, uh, Ian Hutchison, agreed to kind of give me some lessons and you know, kind of show me what I'm doing. And so I kind of I, I went to stick and pucks. I subbed in games every once in a while for a little while. And then I get a call uh, one day from uh, my good friend Ryan Alice, who's kind of the super sub goalie uh, around Raleigh. He'll play for any team that needs somebody. He's like, hey, uh, there's a team at – iceplex that needs a goalie tonight can you play i'm like yeah what division lower c okay i feel like i can kind of handle that cool i'll play awesome it's their championship game like oh, oh my uh. gosh uh ryan you know i card. suck right <laughs> right uh, into the fire here you go right into the fire game.
1: oh my goodness
4: so I, I go play in this for a team called the Buccaneers. um lose one go lose a one goal game in the championship oh, oh, i know man. it's very sad <laughs> but they are like, Hey, we liked, you know, you seem like a nice dude. And you know, we liked how you played. Our goalie is left for college. Do you want to play for us next season? Sure. I need a team. And so I've been with the Puccaneers now for you know four or five years. So, uh, so I've got my Saturday night team. I play goalie on, and then I've got my uh, Sunday team. I play defense on, and that's really the only exercise I get in the course of a week.
2: So out uh, of curiosity, I know Trip Tracy also plays goalie. Have you ever had the honor of playing against him?
4: I have not. Tripp's hung up the pads uh, in the first. I think the first alumni game uh, that I didn't play in, uh, Tripp played goal, and I think that's might have been the last time he's had the pads on.
3: Okay.
6: Um,
4: I don't know. Uh, you know, Zach, you may remember uh, Bailey. I'm not, not sure if you remember. Years and years ago, they did a thing. Uh, the Canes had did a fan development thing called Hurricanes U.
3: Oh yeah.
4: That. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's
2: vaguely yeah. comes to mind. Yeah. It was super oh, that's fun. That.
4: That's also been a hot minute
1: since that was, that, yeah. since that's
4: been around. Yeah. I remember that. Wow. Oh, my super gosh. fun. But, um, so I, I did it a couple times and I even signed my wife up to do it. And the year she did it, they, you know, they'd have like a video session where they'd kind of break down the game. And like, I think Ron Francis came and talked and they had a on ice session where they teach you, you know, basic passing and shooting and stuff like that. And so my wife has gotten the opportunity to shoot a puck on Trip Tracy, but I have not.
2: <laughs> See, oh, and okay. it was so cool. I didn't even know Trip Tracy played goalie up until, so I was part of the junior storm squad uh, thing for like four years. Um, and they took us out and we were practicing like, you know, how to shoot the t-shirts up and everything. Cause they took us through that whole routine sure. and we're kind of getting ready to do that. And we're walking uh, up to the boards and we see a team on the ice and they go, yeah, that's Trip Tracy over there in goal, just super nonchalantly. And I'm sitting here <laughs> freaking out like, oh my God, like this is a guy, like I hear him on TV, like this is a guy that a lot of Canes fans, Legendary. To I, I get yeah. to see him play in goal. And I feel like that's something not a lot of Canes fans can say. And I was probably what, 11, 12 at the time. So it's, yeah, he's awesome.
4: I, yeah we we've been blessed here in Raleigh as a smaller market to have just top quality broadcasters um you know John Foresland legendary mm-hmm. Trip Tracy legendary mm-hmm. Mike Maniscalco true man of the people Chuck Caton Chuck Caton on oh, the radio Chuck, oh, talk about a distinctive uh, voice uh, yeah.
1: Chuck uh, Caton Chuck like I would I would sometimes if the TV game if they you're not able to get the game on TV always had to throw the rating on because Chuck Kane did mm-hmm. such a great job. It's like oh, see yeah. playing oh soccer
2: growing up. Chuck Caton was really a, it, like, he was a big voice that I recognized a lot just on uh, listening to games on my way home sure. from like soccer practices. Oh and, man, Yeah. yeah my oldest
4: them. daughter was a soccer player. So I, I helped coach her teams throughout the years. And uh, you know, it's you coming back from a game and you just want to turn on something and you might hear the voice of Chuck Caton.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fact of all and like you now with like Shane Willis too. It's like Shane is sneaky funny. Like he's pretty lucky. Oh, he oh, he's so like he's, he's, he's
4: hilarious.
1: Oh, he really is. And he's like, and I've said this for a long time. He is always my go-to what if canes. If it wasn't for all the injuries that he got, is it yeah? Like he was actually really good. Like he was actually he's on very pace. Good. He, like, I think, like, I think at one point he scored like 20 or 25 goals in a season. Like, and that's like,
2: okay, not, I don't know if it's going to show up, but I've got him on a cup.
1: Oh, yeah. Right
2: there. So
1: fantastic. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, and that's the thing, like, too. That's a lot of like, some people might not remember that or the, you know, like, you know, you Wade. I know you probably know me, like, all the other older Hurricanes fans. It's like, you kind of remember when Shane Lewis was a player. Like, he had a high promise. It's just, unfortunately, concussions kind of. Him, I'm still,
4: Stevens, uh,
1: <laughs> Paul Korea Shane Willis I mean the list goes on and on but the fact that he was still able to stay in Carolina and do what he does now and it's still crazy too. like even like a lot of former Hurricanes are still in the area it's so, like you know you know you wait I know you know for me because I used to live in Cary and Apex I get it too and I I still want to go back and live there sometime but, like something about the Raleigh area Cary Apex Raleigh there's nothing like it it's just it's just a great place to be in it's like you almost want to like live and retire there like you don't want to go anywhere else i mean that's a great
2: environment too just because it like for me aspiring because looking up to john forsland as much as i have in my life
3: i like he's
2: the reason like i kind of want to go into play by play and maybe not the analytics side because you know math is not my strong suit um (laughs) but like it it, it's really cool to have that certain group of guys especially john forsland and Chuck, Kate and guys who are well known in the hockey community around the league and being able to say, like, these are guys that I looked up to. They work for my team. They're like idols to me. It, it, it's really cool. Yeah.
4: yeah, we 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 really you know, we've got great broadcasters now. We've had them in the past and it's one of those things where, um, you know, I think there are a lot of people who if they've grown up with the team, if they think about hockey, they hear John and Tripp's voice. And if they think about hockey now through kind of the the playoff runs and kind of the bunch of jerks here. They hear Mike Maniscalco's voice.
3: Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforumc.org.
4: And, you know, it, it's, I've had people say the, that they, they hear my voice, which is, which is humbling. And so, you know, just being able to kind of make a memory and, you know, some little kid was going to, you know, think about, you know, growing up with their, their parents and watching hockey games and, you know, hearing, you know, they'll hear Mike Maniscalco calling the play and Trip Tracy providing a- analysis and me saying player names. And that's really kind of, I think the best part of the whole, whole deal is to know you're making memories for people.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. And yeah. And the fact that like, you know, you said like how was all this throughout this year and just getting like, especially when Mike Malos does like Sebastian. Oh, just fantastic. (laughs) So for you, like what, for you, like what kind of like names are kind of easy to, you know, PA for. And then like, what are some names that kind of like you kind of have to like really train yourself to like do them perfectly. Like, What's the contrast of, like, you know, what's kind of easier for you to announce, like, compared to some of the other names that are kind of, like, might be a little bit more challenging for you to call?
4: Yeah, I mean, you know, paradoxically, the more kind of syllables a player has, the more opportunity there is to kind of play with the name, to, to kind of make something unique. Like, it's, it's tough to make something unique out of Tim Brent like wonderful fellow got to play an alumni game with him. It it's, you know, it's two syllables. There's, there's not a lot you can really do with that. Right. Um, but you know, if you find players who have multiple syllables or kind of interesting combinations of vowels that you can really kind of work with, those are the ones that you, that you can kind of have fun with. And then, some, then sometimes you get weird with them. Like, you know, my, my Vincent Trochet call. So weird. <laughs> Vincent <laughs> tr- check like that
6: what is that i
4: don't, like it. I don't it, know. it just works so perfectly
1: i mean yeah i mean like you think of like you know tevo Vine, sebastian aho marty nietzsche's like you said jacob slavin it's like we got nino niederreiter like we got names yeah that so were just is, i know, I know. I, I, we are we are we are going to get to some past season and then this off season with you wait because i do want to get your thoughts on that too but yeah We'll get, we'll talk about it, you know, in a little bit. Yeah, there's yeah, always
4: there's always something you can find to make a name memorable. Um, and you know the, when you've got more opportunity to play around with the sounds, that's when you can kind of have a little bit of an easier job of figuring out what's kind of the unique thing that's gonna gonna make it stick.
2: Brent for Burns sure. should be interesting for you this year.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got a got a thing. Uh, Max Pacioretty. So oh, you know, there's you, some new oh, names coming in. Oh, Andre uh, Kasha. That's gonna be fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: Yeah, so, luckily, yeah so, luckily
1: you have to do all the special characters above Andre, Andre Tasha's first name. So it's like, yeah, that's so like what name like what names do you kind of have you have more fun with with the current Canes team? Like what's more like what player do you have more fun with in terms of doing their type of calls?
4: Uh, yeah, I know everybody likes the Sebastian Aho call and I like it, too, because depending on the time I can really stretch that out, get some breath oh, control oh, on yeah. it um you know of the of the current players i still i still love saying tavo teravinin's name it's just it it's, it's, very it's fun to... it's, it's so, just so fun to say oh it's um, so great that that is one where uh you know several years ago i got a i got sent a tweet from a visiting fan um who was watching the game and they said something about like you know i I don't like how the Hurricanes announcer says Tevo Terravine's name. He sounds like Bullwinkle. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> you know, he's kind of got a point. I can, <laughs> I, can I can see his point. You know uh, what? He, he might be onto something.
1: <laughs> he
3: might be oh onto my something. God. I, I can't oh dispute
4: my it. I don't like it, but I can't dispute it. <laughs> it's
1: it's oh like, God. you're not wrong, but I don't know about that, but you're not wrong. So, oh my goodness. <laughs> so, like, so what got you into doing, like, the road calls and, like, the scotches? Like, wh- what got you doing all those really cool things that you also do now? Like, we kind of saw this like, the last couple seasons, too. Like, what made you decide to, like, do all the road calls even at the watch parties or on Twitter? And, like, where did the victory scotches come in? Because the scotches are always a great thing to see, like, after certain You know games, something like-
4: good has happened. <laughs>
1: Definitely, for sure. So, like, what got you into that? Like, what's your kind of like favorite scotches? I know it's a lot of questions all at once, but it's that, like, that was a lot. Of questions.
4: I mean, I, I'm, gonna, yeah. I, I should have been taking notes.
1: Um, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm so-, so sorry. It's just it's just so you're interesting to talk to there's a million questions i want to throw at you so it's like how do you figure it out which one do you want to do first
4: yes so you know a lot of the stuff i do online is just because i am excessively online um you know i'm, I'm a computer science major i work in tech is my real job people are like announcing is not your real job announcing is not my real job <laughs> <Announcing> <laughs> software, it does not pay the bills <laughs> um so I work in software. I I'm in technical sales for a services company called dual boot partners. I have a startup on the side. Uh, so, you know, tech, tech is my thing, which is why I joined Twitter in, you know, Oh seven. I've been there for a while. A a toy for tech people for a, a long time, but you know, the road goal calls started when a player, I think it may have been Brett Pesci question mark, um, had like their first career goal, on the road. And I'm like, Hey, I wanted to announce that. Like, why didn't you, why couldn't you do that at home? I like, I want (laughs) to, I'm going to announce it from home uh, and put it on Twitter. And people are like, that was cool. I'm like, yeah, let me do another one and do another (laughs) one. And just like the mentor mail, it kind of became a thing. Right. So it's a good opportunity for, for me to have fun for, you know, like Kevin Weeks has this whole gimmick where he's breaking NHL trade news from the weirdest places. <laughs> All, yep. tra- trash can on the head. Yeah. And the sauna so, you know, it's kind of my the- version of that. Um oh You know, gosh. the victory scotch came because, you know, I get amped up at a game. Oh, yeah. Uh, it is. Oh, it, yeah. is a, it is a long night. It is a lot of work. My adrenaline's kind of off the charts. So I'd come home and I'd have, uh, you know, have a drink of the brown liquor to just kind of chill out a little bit before I go to bed. And so I don't know why I was like, hey, we won a game. Here's my victory scotch. And then people are like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have one, too. And then I just, again, do it again, do it again. And then it kind of becomes a thing. Um,
2: So now people are like, what are you drinking, mentor? Yeah.
1: (laughs) So what would you say is kind of like your favorite scotch of all the victory scotches? like? what is there a certain label or a bottle you kind of go to or is it just random ad- yeah random. it's all
4: over the place you know i i've had people very kindly gift me some bottles i've had a couple of people kindly give me some very nice bottles uh that <laughs> i don't drink out of very often um probably my go-to is the glen moran g Quinta Rubin 14 year uh Ooh, okay like the taste of that one and so again, kind of back in the before times, uh, they sure. did this thing called the the Canes Bash. Um, yep. Remember, and, that, remember those two? <laughs> yeah, you know, the Casino and Ideal. And a couple years into the gig, I because because one of the things that I really try to do with the you know kind of Z list celebrity amount of fame I have oh, is stop. try not Z list, sir. Maybe don't sell Y-list, yourself. Maybe too I'm sure. up to Y list at this point. Come um, on, come on, Wade. Don't, don't be too humble now. <laughs> but I, I I do try to do things to raise money for the Hurricanes Foundation. Um, you know, I do things on Cameo for that. And one of the things that they, they let me do after a couple of years on the job was at the Canes Bash, every player does like a player basket of all their kind of favorite stuff. And so I was like, hey, I might be able to raise some money with a player basket as well. <laughs> so I put in right. like, um you know a, a team signed game uh, you know, opening night script and i put in you know my motley crew puck and a, you know a, a puck jersey you know kind of stuff from my life and i would always throw in a bottle of scotch and kind of my go-to scotch in the player basket was the the quinta rubin
1: okay, nice. okay. that's really cool i forget i mean i forgot we even did those two like i know oh, right? a lot <laughs> of a lot of throwback stuff yes. bill this is before your time so i know you might not know this but <laughs> but yeah. no
2: so, or, so I was gonna ask so before it kind of is like a transition into your thoughts on last season we have to know what was your favorite call or my oh, favorite no. moment as a PA announcer from last season
1: oh my gosh wait, wait, try to try <laughs> to narrow that list I know oh my gosh most points, I, of the season, most points. yeah, yeah. Pick, pick one moment for us uh, a lot of stuff
4: um, I, it, I think it was when I had to announce like eight penalties simultaneously. <laughs> oh, and I, I, announced I know. Penalties I know. For like 49 straight seconds. I remember I that. <laughs> I, I know what game you're talking about too. Cause and... that was something. also, 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 also. <laughs> and, and again, that, that's a case where. Is that could there have been a more efficient way for me to do that? Absolutely. Would it have been as funny? No.
2: Absolutely not.
3: <laughs> no, like <laughs> also, and
4: also, and also, and also. And this so I could guy. make, you know, big build that every time. So I could have been like Hurricanes, you know, one, two, three, four, two minutes for roughing. Other team, two, one, two, three, four, two minutes for roughing. <laughs> and gotten it done in 10 seconds, but that wouldn't be funny. Uh, yeah. And I'm here to make me laugh. So yeah by announcing them all individually and making the alsos kind of bigger and more exasperated mm-hmm. every time uh, it, it was fun for me.
1: Yeah. It's, it's almost, it's almost like the end then from dude, where's my car. And then, and then it's like, yeah, yeah I, I, I see, I see where you went with, I don't if it was your inspiration, but I kind of see that connection of like, just like keep billing it until it's like, Oh my gosh, do not say. And then again. So <laughs> that's We've also got to
2: talk about your appearance on the tonight show or with Jimmy Fallon yeah oh yeah <laughs> chloe grace moritz someone
1: yeah. send her, her a canes jersey
4: because
2: <laughs> the red and black
1: would look a lot better than that blue and orange i'm just saying yeah
4: so you know they she she was there at opening night and uh, i guess our people had talked to her people about you know putting her up on the on the video board and have you know presenting her with the huge Kanye x shirt and they're like we don't know what she's gonna do
6: uh wade <laughs> make it make sense
4: um so again, the improv training kicked in. I'll, I'll figure something out. Um, you know, for those things, I really like them because they're generally just like, wait, here's what's going to happen. Make it entertaining.
3: Yes, catnip for me. <laughs> there
1: we go. So, now you're you know, my it, language.
4: <laughs> it was a uh, it, it was a very fun moment in the arena. And I guess the Tonight Show people, when they had uh, Chloe Grace on for her interview, found out about it, or someone told them, so they got the video clip from Kane's Vision with the clean audio feed uh, right from my microphone. So I'm there, like my voice is loud and clear on the tonight show. And I was in, uh, I was in Arizona for work when that aired. And so I got up in Scottsdale, Arizona and had like, you know, 20 texts from like, you were on
2: the tonight show
6: last night.
4: Like, <laughs> well, I was in Arizona last night. Uh, clearly you're in the
2: <laughs> you clearly, you, you saw my beautiful luscious hair. It that's right. Yeah.
4: Gorgeous. Yeah. Face rate for me made for radio and a voice made for mine. That's, that's my gimmick. Oh, um, I love it
3: oh man that's
4: so great but like
1: so last season i know like most points most wins like what was that for you just seeing this canes team like there was a couple points where they might have been tied maybe a little bit behind but not very much and then, of course coming down to like the last week of the season like what was just the overall aspect of last year for you just watching probably one of the best canes teams
4: points wise last season it's just that we couldn't seem to lose at home <clears throat> like I know. we just kept winning and kept mm-hmm. winning and kept winning, which makes my job fun. Yeah. Because uh, oh, I course. like announcing wins. I don't like announcing losses. And, you know, being able to just have win after win after win when, you know, three out of four games, five out of six games, you know, seven in a row, like nine
1: in a row. Like nine was, in a
4: row. That was fun. <laughs> there, there were a lot of home wins last year. And, you know, for us in the in the game production and the fan entertainment side, if people are coming to PNC arena and they're watching wins. They're going to come back and they're going to tell their friends and their friends are going to come back. And so that led to very full houses, sellouts on weekday games, you know? So it was really a virtuous cycle in terms of a really good team doing a lot of wins at home, uh, you know, being very entertaining on the ice. You know, this wasn't, you know, two, one New Jersey devils hockey from the early two thousands, where even if they're oh, winning, God. you're falling asleep. Oh, it's exciting gosh. hockey yeah. with, with, you know, exciting players, so for me, I think you know that was the biggest thing about a very successful season for the Canes was, you know, how entertaining they were at home, how many, how much, uh, how many times they won at home, and how easy that makes my job and the rest of the game production team's job when you know you're going to come to a PNC Arena and you're going to probably see a Canes win, and that's what that's what you're paying your money for.
1: No, for sure, yeah. like. Was there like one game, or was there certain games that like you kind of like remember most of, like maybe specific moments, or just like just the overall aspect? Like, were there are there games that kind of like stick out to you from past season, or is it kind of just all together at once?
4: Yeah, they all just kind of run together at this point. Um, you know, the, <laughs> it just kind of goes from game to game to game, and you know, you remember a lot of the feelings. You remember good stuff, like the Jordan Stall hat trick was super oh, amazing. So
1: great. Hey got to love jordo man that yeah. was just so great
4: you know you remember the weird stuff so you know the uh, the i think it was like six nothing just butt whooping we took at the hands of columbus and oh. i came home and burned the game script and like you know oh uh, yeah i'm that was like, not that, a that's fun good game. Out because it was such a ra- you know such an oddity like it's yeah. so so weird and you know I, I was able to get some get some fun video of of me burning this game i remember yeah, no. yeah. I, I guess it was kind of payback for beating them seven four with that ma- amazing comeback new, year's, comeback. Day. So new mean, year's day like you know my wife yeah. and i are so you know our tradition is that we de-decorate our house for christmas on new year's day okay. so that's the day we take all of our decorations down and so we've got the game on and we're you know taking christmas decorations down and we're just like look at this stuff this is Mm -hmm. terrible and we kind of we we went outside to go like i'm not watching this game anymore we're gonna go outside and take some of the decorations down. we come in we're like oh they've at least made it interesting it's not gonna be a shutout oh
0: lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office
6: With world class resorts, unbeatable dining and nightlife, amazing scenery, and endless outdoor adventure. Make your visit unforgettable. Plan your getaway at myspringtraining.com. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Oh. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
2: I just I remember that game like the back of my hand too because I'm sitting there like I'm or I'm sitting on my couch or, or on the couch at my parents' house and w- my dad sees the first three happen uh from Columbus and then he's like I don't know if I can watch this anymore he goes outside and takes care of like some woodworking projects he's got going on and all of a sudden like the goals start picking up for us and I go out like screaming across the house Dad Dad we're going up it's mm-hmm. happening come on and oh my gosh it was great.
1: The, 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 the- <laughs> Ethan Bear from the blue line goal goes in. You're which, like, okay,
2: two this times our... that happened this season. I
1: know Amazing. that uh, for me, like the like the NASCAR Day game against Vancouver, which we have again this year. Which oh, the fact that like you know you got the Svechkov pirouette all, of avoiding a hit, gets to the Marty Nietzsche, and he just snipes it. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, you know being at the Antironta shutout against Can- Canadians like five days before New Year's Eve, that was fun. there's like so many games you can think of and it's just wild of like look, in the fact too like even we had a bunch of guys that we had like you know jack jury we had oh the the chicago
4: wolves game that was very that was so everyone's out with covid they call up like six guys from the wolves and, and you get a win
1: yeah, then that entire stretch we're still winning games too. Like Jalen Chatfield comes in, and like uh, Tony's out for a month, and Jalen plays out of his mind. Jack Juricus like two goals in two games. You're like, okay, this guy might be an a problem.
2: Unnatural position to him, right? Might I remind yeah. you?
3: It's just
4: it's it's one of those things where you you could kind of tell the team was special, and it, it is certainly unfortunate that they you know picked a bad game to have a bad game against the Rangers, but you know.
1: And of course, it's Igor Shesterkin decided to finally wake up against the Hurricanes. We couldn't do nothing against Pittsburgh, and right. they couldn't do their job to eliminate them. So it's just it's just unfortunate circumstances of just wrong, so, wrong you know, team a, at the a wrong disappointing time.
4: end. But you know, yeah, it happens. It's I, I think if you I mean, told a Canes fan in April of 2018 that you were going to be just incredibly angry and disappointed that the Canes lost in the second round of the playoffs in game seven after you know making the Eastern Conference finals two years before in their third straight playoff run, and people were gonna be mad that person in 2018, you know, April of 2018 be like, What are the playoffs?
1: Right? <laughs> so you yeah. know, a little yeah, perspective there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in fact, you're like four straight playoff appearances back to back ever of the division titles like and then it's like the names that you have too it's just it's insane to think about because you you remember the <laughs> team that we the had the dark days the yeah, yeah. Was the dark the dark ages of, of hurricanes hockey where it's just like you they could not figure it out and it's like now you're looking at this team like rod brendamore you know tim gleason former O sixer as part mm-hmm. of the coaching staff too and the roster kind of have and now the roster we do have like what are your thoughts so far like we go through the draft and then day one of free agency and it's like okay here's brent burns okay here's max Pacioretty. we got him for basically nothing literally then, nothing literally nothing and then you get andre kasha for a great deal and andre when he's healthy he's really good too like what are your th- like what are your thoughts so far this offseason with kind of like the unfortunately there are some names that we didn't want to see go go but like how are you feeling though going in, like so far this offseason with all the additions that we do have for this hurricane team coming up.
4: You know, I'm liking it. Um, you know, the, the defense is still strong. You lost a power play quarterback, but you gained a new one. Um, you know, you've, you've added good scoring depth with Andre Kasha. If he can stay healthy, I think Max Pacioretty might be the wild card that kind of pushes you over. Cause when you looked at the team, especially kind of down the stretch and into the playoffs, the defense played well. The goaltending was good. It was unfortunate that Freddie got hurt. Um, yeah. You know, Auntie Ronda played a very strong playoff series. But, you know, I think everyone who's who's watched the team sees that it was a lack of goal scoring that kind of sunk them. You know, you score a few more goals in these close games, you're probably moving on, which shows that you can never have too much goal scoring on a team. And right. Max Pacioretty is a guy who's proven that he – can be an elite goal scorer. He's a sniper. He's had some injury issues in Vegas. If he can be healthy and I'm, you know, I'm assuming that the team did their due diligence on him that he could, that could be, you know, the one key missing piece that that the team needed and didn't have. Cause then you can put some of the other guys in positions where they get better matchups. They can score a little more easily and you score a few more goals a game or, you know, in the course of a series, it's, it's a whole different ball game.
1: Oh, for sure! Mm-hmm. Like mass packs right. He's got he's had like six thirty goal seasons. So, like you said, the guy can score goals. Uh, they'll get him for future considerations. Like you're not going to say no that to future that.
2: considerations, guy.
1: I mean, <laughs> I'm going to miss him. Miss him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he he even got a graphic
4: too. So, I mean he, he did. Was, which that, that which really... you know, the the Kane social team just oh, has so, so much great. fun. Uh, oh, the, oh I, love the,
1: I like. I want to see them go up against Wendy's in a roast off, just because of the fact that they're probably the most <laughs> two fun accounts on Twitter. I, I love our I love our Canes team. They're so mm-hmm. amazing. They're great to interact with. It's just, yeah. You, there's no, there's nothing bad you can say about the Cannes social media team. They they are always killing it. They like, deserve
2: like, a raise, a cookie, whatever it is. Like the,
1: like <laughs> graphics, captions. It's like they don't ever really miss. They're just so great. It's Never. just the video production team for the for the hype videos they did and the and the hype graphics for like all of the like with the the music choices for every mm-hmm. game. Oh my the graphics for the playoffs just like the like the ulterior fonts they were doing i'm like okay this team is taking them to the next level like i saved all of them because that's just how good they are it's like absolutely. oh my gosh like top to bottom i don't think there's like everyone in the organization just absolutely kills it it's just amazing for how this how this hurricane steam is set up so for this upcoming season like is there any other prepar- is there any preparations to kind of get into to get yourself ready for the season or is it just like when it's time, it's time. Like, what are, you, what are you kind of looking forward to for the Hurricanes' 25th anniversary season? Because patches, jerseys, and all this other fun stuff coming out too. Like, what? Like, where are you looking forward to most uh, coming up this season?
4: Yeah, a lot of this stuff is is as much of a surprise to me as it is to you. Again, I kind of see it when everyone else does, but a lot of Not good right. opportunities for marketing, a lot of good opportunities for for kind of bringing some new visuals. 25th anniversary they've released the the logo for it so i'm sure we're going to see a so patch great. for that
1: I'm, I'm i'm buying at least three myself because i got i got some jerseys that need
4: that need some uh really cool patches on them and then you know you've got the at some point we're going to see the stadium series jersey reveal a whole lot of different ways they could go with that
3: Absolutely. Oh,
4: please please be an alt a gray jersey just for fun because <laughs> that i think
1: do if you, if you do it perfectly that gray jersey would look really nice but i mean either way Obviously,
4: people are going to get it because you never get stadium series jerseys, especially in Carolina. Right. Why not? But, you know, the branding team's done a really good job of having three very distinctive looks on all three of the current mm-hmm. jerseys, the home, oh, the so away, and the the alternate. So I'm sure they're going to come up with something really good on the stadium series Jersey as well. So, right, uh, and they're in yeah. the reverse retro too. They're bringing reverse retros back this year as well.
1: So I'm kind of curious to see where the cans go with that. Cause I've seen a lot of people kind of throw out the, the Navy Whalers Jersey, which because we had the great, we've had the green ones. We've had the gray ones. I'm kind of I'm curious to see if they're going to bring the blue ones back. I actually so, have one
4: of those. I have a 1993 Frank Petrangelo uh, Navy Whalers Jersey. Nice. Oh,
3: nice.
4: Yeah. That that's really cool. Yeah. The, the Navy blues are
1: very underrated in my opinion. Like a lot the, the way the green whalers ones are nice. Those Navy blues, if you do them right, they are spectacular, especially if the logo is green. So, yeah. I mean, so, you know, we've
4: got whalers night coming up against Boston again this year. So
1: he's oh,
4: coming back. That's per, that's a perfect time to have that too. And of course you got star Wars night,
1: which is always great. Looking forward to that as well. I'm hoping marketing,
2: your- marketing missed out on an opportunity to play Nashville on NASCAR day.
1: Yeah. So we can have NAS versus
4: car. Yeah. Va- Vancouver again. Like, okay. <laughs> cool. I, I, I happened to like, uh, I think it was uh Mr. Worker on Twitter noted that this was an opportunity to have a mall rats game where, uh, the whalers night is against Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, right. Throwing it, it back good. to my college days with mall rats. Hey, yeah. great,
1: a hey, great movie. You can't go wrong with that. I know there was a bunch of other ones too, that were kind of coming up. I was, uh, like i know it's like the, like i said 25th anniversary night i think that's against the canadians that's gonna be a good one too yeah. um i'm curious when we'll see when because i know they did not really have a graphic for it. i'm kind of excited for who's gonna be playing on mental health awareness night because that was actually a lot of, that was a more of a special moment for me last year because walt amazing human being that he is because uh, he had the decal you know the, the decals for the helmets that, for the mental awareness night he actually was able to get me one and I'm like, this <laughs> you did above and beyond for me. So I really appreciate that. I even told him when I have him on the uh, podcast, like I really appreciate it. Cause that. Cause that because someone who deals with it, that just meant a lot. So I'm I'm kind of yeah. curious to see who's gonna be the mental awareness team that we're gonna be playing that night. Cause I think that be like that should also get its own specific night and graphic and all that cool stuff. Too, absolutely. Because absolutely I think that's something that's very important that I think we still kind of need to
4: shed more light on. Um, yeah, you know, when they announced the, the theme nights, they did make it, uh, you know, in the announcement. These are our first set of theme nights. So I'm sure we're going to be right. seeing some more, more right. promotion as they kind of nail those things down. But, yeah. you know, the, the Canes do a great job of bringing in people from the community and, and oh, yeah, showcasing opportunities oh, for, for yeah. people to contribute and learn and grow. And that's, that's a really cool thing. Oh, so,
1: for sure! Yeah, the hurricanes are just so great. Top to bottom. Like I said, it's absolutely. like, we are, we are so blessed to have the, the marketing team, the video, social media. It's like, there's nothing more you can say about how amazing this organization is. It's just, yeah. like I said, we're very blessed to have everyone who works with the hurricanes.
3: Yeah, It's, a, it's so, a great
1: team to rally around.
2: If it's not a theme night, which it might be, is there a particular game this upcoming season that you're looking forward to like more than others?
4: Ooh. That's a tough question. So um, many good ones. So many good yes. ones. <laughs> I I think I'm looking forward to the home games against the Rangers because you know the the way it ended, not <laughs> ideal. <laughs> um, and Vincent
1: Trocheck is a Ranger too. Yeah, so oh, it's a it's a good gosh.
4: opportunity to get a monkey off your back there. I think those games will be fun. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I I like the I like when Seattle comes to town. It's always cool seeing a new team develop their identity. Yeah, um, you know, big rivalry with the caps. So those here, those games are always fun. You know, for, for me, it, it is weird. You know, anytime you work inside of an industry that you were previously a fan of, it does kind of change how your approach is. And so, you know, previously, you know, six, seven, eight years ago, I would have been like, Oh, I'm I'm really hyped for this game. Now I'm really hyped for, for a good season for making memories. And it does, it really does kind of change things.
3: Absolutely. no
4: for sure totally get that i like i said i'm already like waiting for october
1: to be here just with the guys Is it october yet gosh hockey, withdraw- <laughs> hockey withdrawals man really gets you especially when like all you folk like the podcast or like what you do it's like it's just hockey 24 7 when there's yeah. no games you're like what
4: do i what do i do with my hands
1: Right. I'm sure I'm sure
2: you kind of working in the industry being worked in and out the way that you probably are. I'm sure it's nice to have a break. So it
4: is nice to have a break. You know, I'm working the Hurricanes kids' camp games uh, this summer. So that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they have the kids' camps and then at the end of the kids' camp, they have a scrimmage for the you know younger kids and the older kids. And uh, Mike Maniscalco comes in and does play by play. I get to do PA and DJing. So it's a chance to kind of get a toe back in the water, you know, see Shane, see some of the folks around the team. Right. Good kind of you know appetizer for what's coming up in late September. Uh, I'm actually taking a little trip out to Europe for a couple weeks. Right oh, nice! The preseason starts, so I'll get a chance to get out, reset, deal yeah, with rest right. a little bit, and then you totally know, good that first yeah. preseason game that starts the grind, and it just kind of goes nonstop until uh, hit
2: the ground running. April,
4: May, June. Well,
1: yeah. maybe, maybe maybe we'll have a a Mentor uh Stealing Cup call for the Hurricanes. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> I, I think so too i i think i i'm kind of, I'm kind of ready to add another year to a possible hurricanes tattoo of, an, of like a second cup next to the 06 one because i mean why not Absolutely. why not, add why, not? A little, why not add a little something extra to that but i mean so right before we let you go though a couple more questions so we did talk about the kings that, that did come in unfortunately a lot of names that we did love unfortunately left Steven Lorenz is gone. Nino Niederreiter just left today, unfortunately. Vincent Trocheck is gone. Like, for those guys, like, is there any special memories you have of them? Or is it like, how is it going to feel knowing it's like it's a business, it happens? But like, how, like, what were you feeling when you saw like the Hurricanes aren't, are fortunately not going to have those guys around anymore? Cause especially they were fan favorites the last few seasons.
4: Yeah, it, it is just kind of a part of how the business works in that. You know, especially if you're a salary cap team, which is something new for the Hurricanes under the Tom Dundon administration.
1: Yeah, we're right, never, oh a, cap oh yeah, we're never a cap team. Oh gosh, don't don't remind me of the
4: before Dundon times where it's like we have cap, use it all right. right. What do we do? So doing you know here? that uh, the unfortunate side effect of that is you have to manage your cap. Uh, you know, players that you love and who've been big contributors are going to have opportunities to get paydays elsewhere, or they're just right. not going to fit into the plans. Based on how the contracts are working, you know, Eric Tulski and his team does a great job of finding good oh, talent yeah. and ma- managing do, those contracts. They just
1: like our pro scouts get, they, they deserve a lot more love. And even Walt Ruff has said, like, Donald Dell's a genius, but those guys too, like, they definitely need a lot more praise for all the cr- number
4: crunching they do and pro scouting guys from other teams.
1: Ron Francis like,
2: trained them well
4: that's yeah. true yeah
1: yeah so Those yeah they, they've great got guy. great
4: pro scouts including uh trace linton who plays against me on uh in my motley crew league and is just a, a dirty <laughs> dirty player <laughs> no i'm kidding i love Trace. <laughs> wonderful guy good a uh, good pro scout but yeah you know you see a guy like stephen lawrence who is the nicest person you could ever meet oh yeah. he's so good he and i love stevie You you gotta you gotta give talent to get talent. Um, you know, somebody like Vincent Trichek, Nino Niederreiter who came in and gave credibility to the team as we were kind of evolving into a cup contender and a perennial playoff team. You know, those guys, you know, I, I'm 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 real sad to see him go. Um, I wish him the best uh, you know, 80 games a year or you know, 78 games a year. Uh, and then I wish him the worst two to four.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's understandable, it's Understandable. but
4: you know, the, the, the team under, you know, Don Waddell is president GM, Eric Tolski is assistant GM and head of analytics. Tom Dundon is the owner. They, uh, Rod Brindamore is the coach. They, they have shown, I think everybody that this is a team that's got a relentless drive to improve, that they're going to make the most of the resources they have that they're going to make smart hockey moves to, to make the team better. And that's really all you can ask of, of an ownership in front office. Oh, right. for sure. It, it's just great knowing that it's like you can like put trust
1: in the organization to like do, you have to make the unfortunate m- moves to like, guys that are not going to be lo- no longer with the team because now there's no more, you know, give me fuel, give me fire, give me need a a rider. That's not a thing anymore, unfortunately. It, yeah, that I was only- sad when
4: Brock again left because I loved saying his name.
1: Oh, Man. Brock was so great, and you know, of course Morgan Geeky also left too. He went, you know, yeah, you miss geeks. I mean, there's like so many guys. It's like even like past teams too. Like whenever you know, Eric Cole left the team. B.S. Battaglia left, and, you know, when Roddy mm-hmm. hung up the. Glenn scales. Wesley left the team. Roddy oh, left the team. Oh gosh, really. Glenn. Love Glenn Wesley. Like very, a lot of people still kind of wonder about Glenn. I thought he was great. I'm glad he's. Kim Ward, like Kim Ward needs to get his Chicago Blackhawk cam Ward. That was weird. Oh, okay.
4: It's,
6: not... <laughs> well, yeah. it's, it's yeah. part
4: of the, it's yeah. Part it, of the industry. It's part of the business. Yeah. That, that, and, that
1: definitely was weird, but I mean, get his number retired at some point, please. Like how is yeah. Kim Ward's number not in the rafters? It's, it's, makes no sense I
3: don't but know. Yeah, it, it's
2: it's one of those things too i feel like seeing your favorite players go guys like nino guys like tro where you saw everybody was so upset i feel like it's a nice little or not nice necessarily but an interesting wake-up call to the business that hockey is
1: but, but of course like we talked about the additions we, we got brent burns now we got andre kasha and max patch like are you looking forward to all three of those guys or is there a certain guy you're kind of like, okay, I'm kind of ready to see what he can do with a Rod Brendamore-led Hurricanes team with a, with all the guys that are going to be around them?
4: Yeah, I mean, you know, all those guys are great ads. You know, I've always been a Br- big Brent Burns fan. i love the way the guys played uh, from the time he joined the league. And you look at a Brent Burns, you look at a Max Petcheretti, those are the type of moves that Stanley Cup contenders make. It's like when you brought in Ray Whitney, when you brought in Mark Retchy, when you brought in Doug Waite. Oh gosh, that oh
1: 0-5, five, that oh five oh sixty. When they added those guys, whoo! You know, that, number that one,
4: <laughs> those guys are great in the room. They've been in the league a long time. They know the right way to play. And number two, it's a signal to the rest of the team that, like, yeah, this we're in our window. We are committed to winning. Are you going to do your part? Right. And then you get a guy like a Dylan Coughlin who's coming in, who's you know got some got some potential upside. You're getting pieces coming back in as well that uh, you know could surprise you. Guys are going to have a chance of moving to new roles. You've got Yesbury uh, Cook Kaniemi who's going to have a chance to probably be that second line center in you know where Vincent Trocheck played. You may end up having additional moves after kind of the, the you know, salary arbitration period's done. So, right, yeah. you know, the team's got a little bit of room to play with. And I think one of the things they've shown is that they're going to maximize those assets, including cap space. So, you know, they might not be done in the free agent market. But, right. you know, I think this is a team that can contend. I think this is a team that can win. And I think that hopefully they've got a bad taste in their mouth about how things ended last year and are, are not going to let it happen again.
1: Oh, yeah. You could definitely tell in the exit interviews. Those guys were like, this was a special team. Wish we could have done more. So I think this definitely is going to fuel a, f- a fire for a lot of the guys on this team. And like you said, you get a Brent Burns, who we read off his stats last week on last week's show. Like, he was like almost first in every category in terms of just def- like poke checks and uh blue zone stoppages and stuff like that you pair him next to jacob slavin his numbers are basically like i think his lowest was like nine or something like that so having those two together of slavin burns oh my goodness offenses are going to be choked at the blue Mm -hmm. one with those guys so i'm really excited to see how that's going to play out so it's just it's such to see guys leave but i'm also really optimistic and also really excited for the fact that it's like okay they got they got guys this season it's not just all we're gonna run it back and see what happens now it's like oh we got players we got Mm -hmm. dudes so it's i don't know it's gonna be an exciting year for sure but so way before we let you go like i said thank you so much just to be able to come on and have you on here for almost an hour and 20 something minutes this was a lot time flies when you're just having fun talking about true indeed But where can people find you on social media? Is there anything you want to shout out, give uh, highlights to like certain organizations or
4: charities or anything like that? The floor is yours, sir. Have at it. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty much anytime somebody, uh, Meets me and says, "Oh, Mentor, I follow you on Twitter." I'm like, "I'm so sorry, I wouldn't." <laughs> if I would hey, me. you are a great follower, sir, and great don't follow. think otherwise. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at Mentor. Um, you can find uh, more information about me and all the stuff I do because I stay busy at my website, which is waidmentor.com. Because uh, I work in tech, and I got the .dot com. Uh, I am on Cameo, so I'll do uh, you know announcements for folks. All the proceeds from my Cameo, all the revenue there goes to the uh, Hurricanes Foundation. So if you have a birthday coming up, a wedding coming up, a special event, a felony hearing, like it doesn't matter, <laughs> I will, uh, oh I will, for money, I will record something for you, and uh, oh, it's going gosh. to a good cause. Oh, and yeah, man. if you see me uh, wandering on the concourse at a Canes game, come up and say hi. I'm, I'm the world's least intimidating person. I always love saying hi to the Caniacs and, you know, taking a picture or just, you know, being goofy. So, yeah, you know, if you, if you see, I've, I've heard people say, I uh, saw you on the concourse, but I was shy and afraid to come say hi. Please don't. Uh, I am I am weird, but I am harmless and uh, always, uh, always glad, glad to say hi to people. Yeah, plus you
1: got the awesome magnets too, which I've been to a couple of games, but I, I've always missed you somehow. So at some point I'm gonna be like, that hey, sounds hey. like a
4: you problem.
3: <laughs> Honestly,
1: it really is. I might need to see a DM you, like, hey Wade, where are you at? Cause I need <laughs> maybe just cheat the system a little bit. But I mean, like you said, you got the you know the got the magnets, you got the mentor mail, you even got the cool cane stickers that come with the mentor mail. And I have to say that the your custom jersey with the PA on the on the top, oh, it's
4: just
1: just chef's kiss yeah. just a fantastical addition but i
4: stole that from uh jeff k in dallas who i found out stole it from west johnson in uh in dc so the, you know, the oh, chain yeah. of theft is going all the way back there. hey
1: why not right you know it's at some point someone's gonna do the same thing on another team and like hey i took it from wade minner in hey, good
4: artists borrow great artists steal yes yeah. Yeah,
1: you, you know why not why not but wade thank you so much this was a lot of fun having you on this has been a really really fun show it's like i said Just thank you for taking the time and talking to us. It was just perfectly meant to happen tonight, just to be able to have you on. So like I said, thank you. Thank you you for having me
4: on. Always great to talk hockey, get my brain back in gear on the summer. And, you know, that first preseason game in uh, late September will be here before we know it. Absolutely. I'm
1: looking forward to it. I know you're ready for a break, but, but like I said, enjoy the rest of your night. Have a great weekend and wait as always. Just like I said, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. This is a lot of fun. Awesome. Bye y'all.
3: Great talking right, with you. See you Wade.
1: All right. So that was, <laughs> that was Wade Minner.
2: Oh my gosh. Oh my
1: goodness. Um,
2: great talking with him. He's, he's a wonderful human being.
1: I know. Like the fact that we've had like an over an hour and 20 minutes with Wade, that was, that was a <laughs> lot of fun. I mean, oh, yeah. this was just so great. I'm, I'm hoping everyone really enjoys this episode because Absolutely. I know a lot of people were excited for it to happen but oh my goodness <laughs> yeah that was so just crazy a little,
2: starstruck a little bit
1: <laughs> a little bit yeah just diving into the story like, i thought we we're like oh have him on for about 30 40 minutes no big deal chat a little bit about the canes what he does and then be on with our day no it's about an hour and twenty something minutes in and we're just going on a picking
2: his brain doing all the fun things so i <sighs> i
1: stories love i hope right. he's not too
2: mad at us for stealing a bunch of our time but that was
3: awesome
1: I, I, yeah it was just, luckily what because we were like finagling times and trying to figure stuff out it's just that was just so great so before we go into our next part of the show which is kind of like talking yeah, a little up. bit more yeah a little bit more wrap up talk a little bit more in depth about certain guys who did leave uh, we're gonna take a quick second to talk about our amazing sponsors PrimeX hockey level up snacks and, and the clutch apparel so when we come back um, we'll talk more about the hurricanes after these quick few minutes with our amazing sponsors. Hey everyone, we'll get back to the rest of the episode. I just want to take a quick minute to talk about our amazing sponsors of the podcast, Primo X Hockey, Level Up Snacks and in the Clutch Apparel. First sponsor we have to talk about it has to be the original OG from the day one sponsor and that is Primo X Hockey. If you're looking for anything from stick tape to stick protectors, outdoor pods, Anything you can think of, they you name it, they have it from indoor to outdoor with amazing apparel as well. You gotta check out the guys from Primal X hockey. Really great group over there. Been to the warehouse, really, really nice. Cannot speak highly enough of these guys. The great thing too is they are based in Raleigh. So if you're in the Raleigh area, look at the pickup from the actual warehouse, they can do that. If you're also looking to get your stuff shipped, they also do that as well for free shipping all across the United States. And the best part is. I got a discount code for you guys. So if you go to primoxhockey.com and use the code SEARCHCAST and all caps, you get 20% off your order. Like I said, you cannot find a better group in terms of just having great hockey equipment and even apparel. We got hats, we got koozies, we got t-shirts, buddies, all that great stuff. So make sure to go to primalexhockey.com, use the code SEARCHCAST and you get 20% off your order. And like I said... You either do pickup at the warehouse or you can get it shipped. That is how amazing these guys are, and it's fast. So why not go check out Primax Hockey where you know you go your great hockey equipment and you can support the podcast and support them because shop local, support local. Next sponsor I want to talk about is Level Up Snacks. If you're looking to take your gaming to the next level, make sure to check those guys out because they have really great, amazing you know, drinks. They got watermelon, they got well, I, I'm a big watermelon guy, but I don't know. That green apple tasted really good. It gives you a lot of good focus. Zero calories. Why, why not enjoy some you know great hydration while you're playing those games to take your game to the next level with these guys at Level Up Snacks? And the, good, and the cool thing, too, is they got snacks coming soon, and they got fast delivery. So why not join the Level Up fam? Go to levelupsnacks.com, and if you use the code SEARCHCAST, that's right, another SEARCHCAST code, you get 10% off your order, just go to
3: levelupsnacks.com,
1: use the code searchcast to get 10% off your order with some really great quality drinks and snacks coming soon as well. The last sponsor I want to talk about is In The Clutch. If you go to InTheClutch.com, where they have amazing MLBPA, MLSPA, NCAA, and vintage sports designs on all 100% licensed products. Like I said, really great, amazing stuff. They even got hockey on there too. So if you're looking for, you know, a Cincinnati Sting, or if you want to look for Mighty Ducks, Cincinnati Mighty Ducks T-shirts, they even got the New England Whalers T-shirt. Anything you think of for hockey, they got them over there. Plus, amazing on the sports as well. And the cool thing too is, we even got some merch over there as well within the clutch. If you go to their hockey section, look at the start cast. We got a T-shirt and we got a hoodie. And another great thing too is. We well, got yeah, another
3: discount code in there as
1: well. If you use
3: code search,
1: you get 10% off your order within the clutch. Really great group over there. I cannot highly recommend them. Up. They're cracked. They're amazing. Definitely check them out. Remember to go to intheclutch.com and use the code search. You get 10% off your order. So big, massive props to Prime Wax Hockey, Level Up Snacks, and in intheclutch.com for being able to help support the Yes. and like I said, if you guys use SearchCast at ParamountTalkie.com, you get twenty percent off. Use searchcast at level of snacks for 10% off. And if you use Surge at in the clutch.com, that's another 10% off. So why not help support the podcast by also helping out the sponsors as well? Now, without further ado, let's send it back to the rest of the episode. And we are back. Thank you to PrimoX Hockey, Level Up Snacks, and the Clutch for being just amazing sponsors uh, of the podcast. You know, some from day one, some more a little bit later on, but can't go wrong with their amazing sponsors that we have. But absolutely, uh, unfortunately, it is that time, Bailey. We have to talk about a little more in depth about certain about certain canes that did leave. We did talk about with Wade, but
2: who do we want to start with? Because I've got a story for one of them. <laughs>
1: Let's let let's do the first one in Stevie Lorenz because he did what was he first or was Tro first? I think it
2: was because uh,
1: we got it, I want to say it was CB V first. Yeah, let's talk about Steven Lorenz and that trade for Brent Burns, which we did talk about. Um, you know, we okay. talked about a little bit more in depth, but like in the last episode. But you know, it's it still stings a little bit. I'm curious to see where what number he gets, but we do know Brent Burns' number now, it's eight. Mm-hmm. so he, that was his former Which number gives from, me
2: gives me a little bit of hope that there's some hope with nature's
1: yeah well he, and he also did play uh, with eight before he went to san jose right. too so like that's his, kind of his original number six so someone i think someone else had it in
0: well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
6: Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at NorthernTool.com.
1: San Jose. That's why he went to 88. Now he's back to eight. And the, the Hurricanes social media team with the BB8 reference.
3: <sighs> Star Wars
1: I, night better be. A,
2: yeah, I'm a little bit of a Star Wars nerd, and I should. I was with oh, my dad when that came out, and it was.
1: I, I'm a massive Star Wars nerd. Like I have the blu-rays of the original six like the original three and the prequels all in a tin type of like Tatooine type thing and yeah the, like the video games and the you know, i've seen almost all the shows so it's yeah yeah just see it as a nerd is a, it's a little bit of an understatement but yeah that bb <laughs> that bb reference i'm like star wars night better be lit this year absolutely with if they don't do a star
2: wars themed uh storm surge
1: you have to bird burns has Get to be the in it lightsaber's somehow. back <laughs> I miss those. that was fun
2: that I, was uh, a lot of fun
1: yeah they were kind of tame this year for the storm surge so i'm, car- I'm kind of curious to see if they're going to amp it up this year but
2: yeah i mean there's... nothing wrong with fan salutes but i miss the fun stuff yeah well when
1: you win so much i think you kind of start losing ideas pretty <laughs> quick so i right. mean there's,
2: there's i just a, i'm i'm so mad the only storm surge that i have ever witnessed and they did the freaking wave as the storm surge oh, and if anybody if yeah. anybody knows me they know i am not a fan of the wave
1: i am I'm very i am very anti-wave it's kind of yeah. cute the first time you see it but then it's like multiple times yep like not just around the arena but like multiple times you do it during a game it's like all right.
2: The only good experience I've had with the wave was when I was at a Rockies Mets game, and the way like when it would get around to like the huge section of Mets. Oh fans. yeah,
1: I remember the yeah because you were yeah. at that game. Yeah, because
2: yeah. like it was at that game, and there's this huge section of Mets fans, and the wave would go around and it would get to them, and everybody was just sitting there super quietly, and all the Rockies fans started booing them. I, so. yeah, I,
1: yeah, I remember you were telling us about that <laughs> in the group chats. That was just that yeah. was so great. But, Beautiful. Um,
2: but anyway, back to hockey. Sorry.
1: I, 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 Hey, we were talking about wrestling and scotch and all that good stuff with weights. So, I mean, in improv comedy. So I'm not, <laughs> this has just been a fun episode. So oh, yeah. why not? But, uh, so Vincent Cherchek, unfortunately it's a a New York Ranger, which is like, no.
2: It's one of those things like, I, and I talked with people beforehand too. I was like, I really don't want to be, or like the Rangers for any reason whatsoever. And then I don't know why I didn't think of this beforehand, but you can be a fan of the player and not the team. So that's how it's kind of working for me for Vincent Trocheck and a certain other player coming up to talk about here in a sec.
1: Yeah, you know what? At least it wasn't Trocheck and the Bruins like they they were originally this is saying. True. That would have really sucked. I'm like, I love you, Tro, but ugh, mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Can you imagine you know, a Prius and a Lambo parking in the same <laughs> parking lot together? That would have been.
2: Brad Marchand would have thrown a fit and I would have been here for it. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, he, he would have been like, all right, just trade me now. Just do it. <laughs> that would have been something. But, yeah, so I think his was like seven years. And I, figured, I think the AAV was like seven or so. – Yeah. It was some – I'm like, yeah, I her kids think... weren't going to touch that. No. <laughs> and then Donald Hill even said it too. It's like you, like guys around that age, like they want long-term – you really can't do that and we even said it too like if you're talking like three four years maybe you can get something to work out but right. tro wanted seven that's really that, too, uh, at 33 you're almost pushing 40 by the time that contract's up you really got to hope he's still producing at that point in the aav he was going to ask for that was gonna that was gonna strap the cans so hard i was,
2: I was really hoping given his exit interview and how short and determined his answers were that he was going to be willing to take some sort of pay cut to stay with us. And it just didn't happen.
1: No, the Rangers gave him the bag because they know how good he was. And they're like, mm-hmm. we'll give you all this money. It's like, oh, okay, sorry. And it's,
2: it, it's scary too, thinking Cause he's going to be a pest against us this upcoming season. Yeah.
1: Cause he, he pretty much knows the team and how it runs, so that's mm-hmm. that's going to be an issue. But, I mean, uh, luckily a lot of guys don't really do that, like, oh, this is what they're going to do type thing. I mean, I don't know. Hopefully not. But, yeah, that's still kind of like, oh, that stings, seeing him on the team yeah. we just lost to in the, in the playoffs. Yep. But, you know, like Wade said, wish him the best. Hopefully it works out. But, yeah, that's just
3: yeah. – that
1: stings. That yep. stings. And then today – Well, because we're recording on a Thursday. So when when this does drop, it'll be tomorrow. uh, Well, today on Friday, if you are listening to it now or watching this on our YouTube, which, by the way, subscribe, hit the bell. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Subscribe, (laughs) hit the bell, hit all for all notifications. Um,
2: We won't spam your notifications, I promise. But we do have some fun YouTube exclusive stuff coming here soon.
1: I am very excited for our YouTube exclusive. So, yeah, so you might get one video a week. You might get two, maybe three at the most. Um, but
2: that's, that's just, only if something exciting is happening. So,
1: yeah, so, yeah, so don't worry. We're not going to have like a video every day or a video every other day. Like, <laughs> it- For us, scheduling wise, it's not possible. If, like, that would be a nightmare, (laughs) we would have to be very lucky to work from home and be like, Mm -hmm. Hey, we can do a video, like like a half hour video every day or an hour Mm -hmm. long, and be like, I will get out the next day. That's it, might work. Yeah, not right now, not with, with my job and you being in college, that might be a little difficult. So, yeah, so just maybe three at the most, if that, but that's mostly YouTube exclusives. The audio side, it's only one, it's only one a week. Maybe yep. to the playoffs. <laughs> we had an interesting time for the playoffs doing like yeah. three episodes in one week. That was <laughs> stressful Fun. for Fun. me. It was stressful because it was just me by myself at that point. So yeah. it's going to be real interesting for us. But so, like I said, today being Thursday, we also did get the news that um, a lot of hurricane scanners were hoping the hurricanes would announce this guy was re-signing with the team. And unfortunately, not so much. We said it with Wade. <laughs> Yeah, Nino Niederreiter. Yeah,
2: I woke up at nine or nine twenty this morning and checked Twitter, and like I saw a bunch of things blowing up, like a bunch of notifications coming in, and everybody's like sitting there sobbing, like "Oh my god, he's gone." Whatever. Check Twitter first thing on my timeline. Nino Niederreiter to Nashville with, and so listen to this too. The thing that blows my mind is getting paid $4 million, same amount we're paying for Jake Gardner. What?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I
2: mean, <laughs> what? I'm, well,
1: I can see why the Hurricanes were kind of in a strapped situation to not make that deal move because we're only at like I think four and a Just half.
2: Just over four, yeah.
1: Yeah, so you're talking like Martin Martinisius and Ethan Bear probably won't come back. Right if we do sign Nino and if you do sign Nino where it's like, then you're reshelfing a lot of the other lines that you're, mm-hmm. we've got, we talked about last week. Like what do you do with Jack jury? What do you do with Martin? Nietzsche? What do you do with all these other guys that we kind Peterson, of saw on the roster? Peterson's
2: still technically on a roster.
1: Right. He's going to Chicago though. Cause right. I will so, but it's like, yeah, you're then you're reshuffling the lines again. Like, what are you going to do with that? Especially when you have Jasper, you know, Jasper Fost, and you know how the top six is going to look like as well. So, yeah, that was I. I can see why the Hurricanes couldn't make that move because you can't just take a Jake Garner contract and just ship it somewhere right. else. You and you've got to so, have the team that wants to take it. And that's right.
2: And he's also got a seven-team no-trade clause. So it's a matter it, like, I, I feel like there are some teams in the league at this point that can't choose to be picky. Yeah. And you can kind of, it like, uh, no offense to your other team, but the Blackhawks and Calgary, like, they're, they've got to get some more roster space filled. And I feel like there's, it, like, in Jake Gardner's situation, I mean, maybe those teams are on his no-trade clause, but they yeah. can't afford to be picky, we, no, they, like he, he could go there and that it, like i'm sure he would prosper there oh but. for
1: sure it's it's just you're, you're tr- and i saw this on twitter and i forget where i saw but it's like it's a lot harder to move contracts than you think yeah got to have the other team has to take it on and how are they going to fit with their roster so it's like yeah oh just trade this contract no big deal it's a little bit more difficult than that and that's why we don't get paid the big bucks to make those trades and make and make those signings. So it's mm-hmm. like you can say that oh, just trade this contract. We can get this guy back. You got to worry about the other team that's going to take it and where you're going to get out of it too, because you're also right. trying to offset. Move. Like people were like, oh, let's go get um, uh, Tarasenko. Problem: his uh, his cap hit is ridiculous. Yeah, um, yeah you and you like would have unless
2: more. the news decide to retain like a whole bunch of salary. If they would have. To, they would have. They would have at least. Take,
1: you would have to at least take half. And still get rid of a big contract to even get near that even that half, yeah. So even then, and then it's like, oh, what about um, Matthew Kachuk?
2: Same problem. situation.
1: His cap hit is almost Johnny Gaudreau's level of contract, and that's yeah. also rough. And he's a and he's gonna he's gonna want the bag too. So it's mm-hmm. like, if we're not gonna touch a Johnny Gaudreau number, there's no way you're touching a Matthew Kachuk, and that's the problem. And that's and I know a lot of people are always like. How can you not resign Nino for four million over two seasons, guys? We don't really have enough. enough we barely have the cap space to even get him on the contract. Right. But then, then you're talking about okay, now you have arbitration problems with Marty Neutris and Ethan Bear. Yeah. You can't bring you can't bring either one of them back,
2: right? So yeah, I mean it, it sucks. It sucks to see him go um, to the predators of all teams. Trash oh. film
1: gosh that's
2: and i i almost feel kind of bad because uh i know nashville talked a whole bunch of crap on twitter to the abs fans while they were getting swept during round yeah. one
3: Yeah. um
2: and i will admit i got into and i didn't get into much banter with any of them on twitter but i know i in uh, like participated in some of the not so nice talk on twitter spaces about them just because they kind of pissed me off um
1: that's, that's Nashville fans for you in general it's just they I do have some friends who are national fans, you know, like Max Ritz from squad cast, really good dude. Very exception of people that I'm like, okay, you're cool. No problem with you. Good majority of that fan base though. No, no,
2: so I, I I will love Nino with all my heart, no matter where he's at. I just it, – it, it's, it's hard kind of imagining yeah. him in a mustard yellow jersey.
1: Gosh, those jerseys are so atro- – <laughs> they're atro- atrocious, disgusting, and terrible. Throw them in the – put them in a the fire.
2: Dumpster fire.
1: Ugh, use them as toilet paper. They're just bad. They're, <laughs> they're just bad jerseys. Like, yeah. why? Why? Yeah. And also, Why? But I mean, I mean, it, it, like I said, all the best for Nino. But yeah, I mean, that's rough, and I can see where people are going to be upset with it. For me, it's just like nature of the business. It is what it is. And like I right. said, but, like, oh, we mean the, the team is cheap. They can't do four million when you're kind of at the. Oh, well, you're about four million from the ceiling of the cap, and you've got other players you need to resign too. It's like it's not. Like I said, it's not easy removing contracts, and it is what it yeah. is. It just, it
2: also kind of hurt like to kind of be sympathetic to their kind of response. I mean, we were expecting him to go for what, like five, five and a half mil. Some people even said potentially six. Yeah. and you see him sign a contract as low as four mil i think that's what kind of upset people the most and they were like yeah, there's a way there if we had known he was going to sign for that we could have predicted before all these moves kind of fell in our hands with patcher but i also am kind of of the understanding like we don't have nino anymore but as saddening as that is i'm not i'm still pretty confident in.
1: oh yeah Say, yeah and i what like we were saying with wade i'm still really confident in this team for next year like i said you get a guy like max patch where yeah wade even said to this team had trouble scoring last year in the playoffs because we couldn't we couldn't win on the road to save our lives like there was no
2: my boyfriend never lets me forget it <laughs> so yeah uh-
1: I, there, there's a long list, long longer <laughs> list of stuff that your boyfriend needs to chill out <laughs> on. But I mean, that's another episode for another time. But good, good dude. But it's just like, there's a little bit, there's a few timeouts where we that
2: hold up. Uh, we're still <laughs> good. Leave us alone.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like, we have some, well, there's some discussions that need to be made, sir. But it's just. Mm-hmm. I, it is what it is and like it's like you do have depth scoring but depth scoring takes you so far you gotta have kind of guys that are actually also going to carry you as well so that's kind of why i see with max patch already you get him doing 30 goals a season nothing wrong it's with just that. a
2: matter of what line is he doing that on which has been a big point of contention on twitter ah uh,
1: first so. sure. it's definitely gonna be the top six and honestly any combination you have with that top six is going to look really good honestly
2: it, it it just comes down to me i don't think rod starts him off on the first if he makes it to the first line at all
1: yeah i definitely i could definitely see that the sat line might be together or you're looking at a jarvis
0: lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess ah in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You could get lucky anywhere playing at luckyland slots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.
1: Terravine and Aho, like we said last week, you know, like Patches, Svetch, and Cockney. I mean, (laughs) Even, yeah. then that's that, even that second line is still going to be dangerous, too. Absolutely. Like, Jesper Foss, Marty, and and Jordan Stahl on the third line? Wouldn't it be upset about that? Or, no, sorry, Andre Kasha on the third line with Jordan Stahl and Jesper Foss? Wouldn't it really be upset. But, but then I mean, it's whatever. also,
2: is Marty going to be willing to take that 4C? I mean, so, no, that's, not, that's I, not a bad I'd spot see- either. Yeah, yeah, So, I mean, it, it's also a matter too. like, I know the whole reason we signed KK was so he could fall into that two C role, yeah. but it's also, do, do you go ahead and entrust that to him or do you put Natchez in that spot and see how it like kind of try out both and see which <sighs> prospers more?
1: Yeah. See KK though, like he's a, he's a definite center and it worked out last year. He was still putting up decent numbers for a four C role. Right. Four C with the quotations. I, and I even said at this point, too, like if Tro doesn't come back, you I think KK is the best possibility for the two C because you're giving him eight years. It's mm-hmm. kind of like it's a kind of like a writing on the wall at this point. He's gonna be the two C guy. It's just when right. and who is he gonna be with? And I think this is the perfect time to do it right now, especially when you have Svetch and Patches on either side of you. Mm-hmm. That's, I think it's a perfect opportunity to put him as a two C. Yeah. Will there be some trial and errors? Yeah, it happens with everyone, but it's it's a rod brendan moore led team i'm not really too worried right. about it and the defense yeah you got some question marks after your top four but still that's still a
2: that's
1: still a deadly so i'm four. not worried deadly top four and you get a healthy Ronte and a healthy freddie anderson back next year ooh, ooh. Yeah.
2: It's,
1: it's, give it's, it to it. me. For, forget october isn't september yet i need some preseason hockey i just eat hockey withdrawals yeah. are killing me man like mm-hmm. i'm trying to figure out what i want to do for content just on twitter like, I don't tweet as much as I used to because there's no games to talk about. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's like, what, it's like I said, what do I do with my hands? I don't know. <laughs> we got no yeah. hockey. We have no, no. hockey. So it's like the most we talk about hockey is mostly on on this now. Yeah. On Twitter, it's just speculations and, hey, what's going to happen? Yeah. I don't know.
2: And so, it, it'll be interesting, too, because some of the ABS fans that I've talked to kind of use Nino Niederreiter finally signing as a kind of, Stepping stone to okay. Now we're gonna hopefully see some Kadri news drop, and there's other big names that are still waiting to sign. Yeah. In addition to Kadri too, so there there there's maybe not a lot more Kane's hockey to talk about aside from a nature deal happening and Arbit- or Ethan Bear going through arbitration. Yeah. Uh, his date being on August eighth. Um. But there there's still a bunch more speculation to happen. So. Yeah. I-
1: like Wade said, you might see a couple extra moves happen once the arbitration stuff's done, but it's like I don't see any other big splashes happening unless no. <laughs> unless like Don Waddell and Tom Denner like, you know what, let's make it a little bit extra spicy and yeah. somehow make some moves work, and it's like, okay, uh, yeah. they're not messing around. But I, I don't know, with like barely above $4 million left in the cap and you got two guys going through arbitration that might take got half of that maybe all of it i don't really see anything like splash wise gonna happen it's kind of at this point it's just filling in a couple extra roster spots with guys who are going to come back from last year's team and roll with the team we have now which like i said i'm still really excited for we got some pieces and i mean it's gonna be fun i'm just where ready for it to be here so i mean it's just canes hockey it's just
3: a beautiful
2: sure. roller coaster
1: yeah I, like i said love this team love the organization we got like we got the theme nights mm-hmm. like like I said, unfortunately some guys left we get, did get some guys in too so it's i definitely see the next few weeks will be very interesting content wise for us like all right what do we do now because it's like hey <laughs> yeah so far on the news front not a lot's going on with the hurricanes but hey we got this stuff and this and this somewhat going for the hurricane So oh, Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it'd be really it'll be really interesting. But um yeah. So have you finally so we're gonna go a little bit away from the hurricanes for the last little bit. Did you finally finish Shorzy or are you still kind of working through no,
2: that? No, I'm still working through it. It's been oh my leave me alone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um I so I had that whole like bout where I was like trying to figure out whether or not I had COVID and right not yeah, yeah. COVID and i don't know how but things just got kind of like busy i didn't have time to like sit down and my attention right. span i feel like my attention span or if you've seen up like that disney oh, movie up oh, yeah, and you movie. know Doug, Doug oh, the dog that is my yeah. attention span so it's it's kind of hard it like i don't know i've been yeah. like kind of fighting between do i actually have the time do i actually want to sit down and like? Devote like i want to the like the desire is there it's just a matter of getting my brain to focus and actually sit down and pay attention and watch it
1: yeah it's yeah i could say like once you're in hockey mode for regular season the canes hockey it's like okay i'm good i know what i'm watching i know Mm -hmm. what i want to do right now it's kind of like
2: i feel like summer is kind of like my I don't have to worry about many responsibilities with it when it comes to like hockey and school and yeah. like, it's a lot easier for my brain to focus during the actual like academic hockey season because ty- they kind of fall hand in hand.
3: Yeah. Um, right. Funny enough.
2: Uh, but it, like, it's a lot easier for my brain to focus in those like times versus summer where I'm just kind of like in off mode.
1: You know? Yeah. And your brain's just like all over the place. You're like, yeah. And it's like, all right, what do I do? Like, there's
2: nothing for me to focus on, like, without it. Like, I, I don't know. It's you try, unless much
1: you much force work. yourself when you try to force right. yourself to hyper focus on something, and it's like, yeah, do I really want to? So, right, yeah, that's what I said. It's just when it's not hockey season, it's kind of like, so, um, once hockey season is starting, right, <laughs> yeah, it's so. pretty, yeah, it's yeah, it's I'm just ready for it to be here. It's, I'll finish
2: Shoresy when you finally watch Goons. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're we're going to be sitting here for quite a long time. Left, <laughs> uh, I, you, Beth gives me issues about it, too. It's just like.
2: Where do you think I get it from?
1: G <laughs> you, 2001? I don't know. You tell me. So <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it, it's just. I'm just. Like you said, for you, it's like I like. Do I want to watch it? Sure. Will I sit yeah. down and possibly watch it? maybe maybe probably not i don't know it's just it's one of those things where it's like i'm just not i don't know is my brain is just like nah let's watch something else
2: that's fair
1: i don't know it's just it's one of those things where it's like i am just not i do not know my brain is just like nah let us watch something else thats fair i do not know its just its one of those things where its like i do not know my brain's just like nah let's we'll watch it another time even if i even get to it it'll be like it'll be like three years from now and i'm like have you seen it no no still haven't (laughs) seen it don't ever see. Just know one. you're gonna
2: get crap from Beth and I until you finally do it. So I, I expect that for Shorzy and Letterkenny as well. So
1: oh yeah, 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 well for sure. Like I said, <laughs> by then I would have watched I probably would have watched Miracle Another like dozen times, Mr. Yep. Alaska, Young rewatch Bloods. all the other
2: Netflix shows that I have already watched over like oh, ten no. times already.
1: Well they don't have Netflix anymore because they have ads and it's eighteen dollars a month. So they have happens. ads, yeah. They put ads on it now, so Oh, and it's eighteen dollars a month, so fun. Nope. Hulu, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll pay I'll pay six dollars and some change to watch movies and shows on there. So Bob, Bob's burgers and Shorzy and Leonard Kenny. I'm all set. Just there need to get go. supernatural on there, and I'll be that'll be even better then. But I mean yep. a lot of a lot of somewhat binge watching to do. I'm kind of really caught up on a lot of shows. So yeah. I don't know. Figure out it at some point, but We've gone on for almost two hours. Now we're just kind of just jabbing her in a way. So why not end it now? Like, everyone who's made it to this point, thank you so much for thank listening you. to this episode. This was a lot of fun. I mean, Wade Minner for like, like I hour and 20 minutes. Oh, my Me goodness. being a
2: hockey fan, being able to talk to the voice of the Canes is just very, 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 very exciting to me. Yeah, like I remember, so. the, fr-
1: I remember the first time I was trying to get him on – I was like, we were, I was like, we were like, before you were a co, before you were the co-host, I was kind of like, DMing with you and you're like, I need to get on that episode. How do we make this happen? And it's like, I don't know. And it mm-hmm. it was meant to be for it to wait till you were the actual co-host of the show. To Very be like, no, no problem. You're already going to be on there. No, so, <laughs> oh, yeah. it's just, yeah. It, it's just worked out perfectly. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, we got, so we've had Walt Ruff, Wayne Minner on. It's like, First, first guest of season two, and it's mm-hmm. Wade Minter. Starting off with the bang. I mean, plus how to bring out the Jordan Stall jersey too from, you know, him as as the alternate days. Absolutely. Know, before those gaudy, awful <laughs> knockoff Red Wings jerseys, <laughs> I always call them. I mean, yeah. what, what a what a beaut! What a beaut! But now this, yeah. like I said. Thank you to everyone who's listened to this episode. This was a lot of fun. I'm I like I guess I'm just, the YouTube video is going to be great. People just watching us talking away and trying to be like don't lose your minds cuz this is fantastic and then it's yep. just Yeah, I'm
2: I felt like I, for most of it I was just kind of sitting there like please say more. Say more,
3: please. interested. Yeah, <laughs> right? so like, yeah
1: the, story, <laughs> the stories like just, oh, just so much great stuff. So I hope I hope everyone really loves this one. It's just great and so before we actually let everyone go, Bailey, where can people find you on the socials?
2: So you can find me where I am most active, at Bailey Curtis, and that is Bailey Curtis with two Ys. Um, you can find me where I'm not as active, but still kind of post and interact a little bit on Instagram at Bailey Lynn Curtis. Um, go follow the podcast at the Surgecast. We've got some great content over there. Um, we retweet and talk about all news, Carolina hurricanes, some Chicago wolves as well. Um, oh, yeah. if you are also interested in just kind of keeping up with hockey in general, go follow the at belly up hockey Twitter page as well. We've, uh I'm, I'm gonna start making some graphics here soon for some really interesting content uh just for uh fun and some off-season enjoyment and entertainment
1: yeah definitely have to follow those because it's gonna be a lot of fun for sure and bailey's articles too that'll be those be really fun to read
2: yeah i'm still i'm I'm still working on it but we're getting there i
1: promise
3: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Put putting the hockey department head on hat on real quick. Yes, we still need to have our meetings there, Bailey. About yes, your
3: article. yes,
1: no, all good though. But no, yeah, definitely check those <laughs> out. Uh, if you want to follow me, I am one true Zach on Twitter. That's o n e true Zach. Um, I am also on Instagram a little bit, but it's just mostly sharing stories and just watching girls at this point. Uh, it's Zach R Martin twenty um, two. Like I said, check out BaileyUpSports.com for all their great stuff as well um just a lot of great articles and other podcasts over there as well so a lot of like i said a lot of cool stuff coming down the pipe just on the audio side of this podcast what's going up on, on belly up hockey and like i said we might even have some uh, youtube exclusives over here too so there's a lot of a lot of exciting things gonna go happen with this podcast so trying to trying to fill out some content for the next few weeks since we've pretty much got nothing right now until about september Something like that. August August is going to be a whole lot of fun trying to be like, all right, what do you want to talk about this week? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, speaking of which, Uh, I heard a certain co-host was on uh, another podcast that's going to come out this weekend. Oh,
2: yeah, guys, uh, just a little personal plug here. Go check out uh, our friend Kyle Sullivan, a.k.a. Shaggy Von Doom's podcast here in Puckberg. Um, An episode with yours truly is going to be dropping on Saturday, and it's a really fun one.
1: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it because I was actually on with him last year's uh and that's why i was on another pot an older podcast before even this one started too so yeah that one is is a little bit outdated in terms of teams and viewpoints on some things too but yeah definitely if you're not listening
2: of- for the content of the episode alone the intro song oh my the theme song is beautiful the fact that he got
1: that custom made for the podcast mm-hmm. just it's an absolute beauty like the fact that he when he announced season two is coming back I'm it's like this, it really is, and the fact that the uh, just his like first five episodes were already bucked with guests and who the names mm-hmm. were. I'm like, yeah. okay, this is going to be fun. And yeah, so all right, so everyone, make sure Saturday after you I'm, listen to, after after you listen to this this podcast today on Friday, make sure on Saturday to go listen to here in Puckburg to uh, hear the journey of our own Bailey Curse and how her, her fandom for the Carolina Hurricanes was
2: built. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, no, there's a lot of good conversations talking about hockey in the south, moving fan bases. As I moved from North Carolina to uh, Colorado, so lots yeah, of great topics of conversation. Um, if you have your own sto- story to share, too, is and he, Kyle is one of the nicest people I've ever talked oh, to. Oh,
4: great! Oh, great guy. Go
2: hit up the here in Puckberg uh Twitter account and go get yourself scheduled. He is a great conversation.
1: Yeah, no, it's definitely a lot of fun. We get. Hopefully when we get the uh, Kane's abs matchups and we need to try to bring them on for an episode and absolutely do a little preview of that. Cause I know we also got the mile high pundit guys coming on for the other abs. We're going to get them twice next year. So we're going to have get to get them.
2: our explicit things ready for those episodes. Yeah, dro- yeah,
1: yeah. Drop the E right next to the little episode. we got a couple <laughs> on here, but not a lot, but we're that one might have a, have an explicit next to it. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, like I said, after you listen to this one Friday, go listen to Here in Pluckburg on Saturday. That's going to be a lot of fun because the fact that, yeah, you are in Colorado, but obviously we all know who your number one team is, Bailey, so... Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, how can you <laughs> not love the Hurricanes? <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> I, had to, I had to rip my influencer shirt here a little bit, but... I yeah. mean,
1: hey, as, as a fellow influencer, uh, as a fellow Canes influencer, I, <laughs> I approve, so I mean... <laughs> but... but <laughs> But until next week, guys, for episode four of season two, I'm Zach. I'm Bailey. And we'll see you here next time
2: at Third
6: listening to this belly up media production some said we'd go belly up so we made it our name and we're still here